Albuquerque's macro aggression, Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Friday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk on AM 1600, KIVA 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500. Got uh, D. Dowd, the MVP here of the station, right here to my left. How are you, sir? Uh, greetings, Mr. Aragon, and greetings to my fellow New Mexicans. Ladies and gentlemen, the federal government announced earlier today that we now have the seventh worst unemployment rate in the country. There it is, folks, and uh, it's going to get worse. There's no question about it. And let me first by saying this, okay? When I heard, uh, so Rudy yesterday, Rudy's had a very, very tough 24 hours. Oh. Rudy, very quickly, I want you to share, if you don't mind, just so we can keep everybody in your prayers. This is, this is Rudy's last 24 hours. Go ahead. Well, uh, my dad started getting a little sick on Sunday, and you could tell just because he was starting to go in and out with his just his thought process. And so we kept taking temp and stuff, and finally yesterday we just had to call the ambulance, and it was right before showtime. I felt bad about that, but we had to call them, and they came. They agreed that he should go, so he's at the Veterans Hospital today. They just do really good work here at the VA in Albuquerque. At least that's our experience because they told us today that he – that while he does have pneumonia, we caught it very early, so they feel that they're going to be able to treat that quickly. For a 90-year-old to have pneumonia is always a scary thing, but they say their recovery rate is very high there because it's the second biggest thing that people go to the VA for. Uh, secondly, they said they didn't. They're testing him for COVID, but the, you know he, he's already he had, had that, so he already went through the the COVID stuff. We knew that, but you compounded this with your brother uh, as well, uh, Rudy. Say, uh, tell everybody what happened with your brother. With my younger brother, I feel really badly about that because he was the one. All three of us had COVID uh, over the last month, but he was always great. And then all of a sudden yesterday, he passed out two times. And so, again, same thing happened. We had to get him to urgent care. While we did, they uh, admitted him. And so, uh, while that's not the easiest thing because he's not a doctor guy. He's not a hospital. He's a typical guy, you know. And so, he, you know, he's really having a struggle with it. But you know what? He's listening to his uh, eldest daughter and his uh, other daughter who were just telling him, Daddy, stay in the hospital. Just go with what they have to say. And so his is a heart issue. So that's what we're dealing with there. So uh, it has been a very trying couple of uh, yeah. uh, 24 hours for me. Well, thank you for uh, sharing that. And Rudy's back at it. And uh, we're sending uh, prayers to Rudy's family. Thank you, Kevin, and everybody else who's who's texting in. Um, let me talk about yesterday for a moment from the standpoint of, us here in New Mexico needing a win. Now, yesterday, Sid Powell came out, and I was angry because nobody was covering it. And you saw I interrupted Geraldo this morning. I should have interrupted uh, Chris Wallace yesterday, but we hadn't had the uh, Sidney Powell stuff. I mean, that was a huge win and groundbreaking, okay? And I'm getting harassed by multiple liberals who say, oh, we're going to call your show, Eddie. We're going to call your show. What's that rhetoric you're putting on? It's not rhetoric. It's real. And today it became even more real. Voting fraud across the United States from Wisconsin to Michigan to Florida to Georgia to New Mexico is now mentioned. Nevada, we've already talked about that. And even Arizona. It's real. And they sat up there for two hours and 45 minutes talking about it. And there's not, not a mention anywhere. No media coverage. Just a media total shutdown. 
And if you notice yesterday, Michelle Lujan Grisham came out and did, and we couldn't get the feed. I have no idea what the heck was going on with the feed. It kept stalling and stalling. I'm like, well, we can't really do anything with it because, uh, you know, we had multiple feeds coming in on that, and we couldn't get her feed good to, to go. But she did not announce her presser until after that presser had already happened because we would have known about it ahead of time. And it really made me angry because we were, we were getting some information that she was going to provide relief. Now she's found more than a quarter of a billion dollars to go ahead and get these businesses, quote-unquote businesses, these relief. These businesses who take this relief, be careful what you wish for. Be careful about taking it. Do not let her get her hooks into you. Okay? I know several businesses that are continuing to operate. I realize record numbers, 3,600, 2,800. Uh, uh, my, my son himself, he got tested. Okay? Because, as I mentioned, there was somebody in, in his pod. Okay? Now, we're still waiting for the, the test to come back, but I feel good because we're pushing OSHA, we're pushing all, all the things that we do. You know, I feel so terrible because I got text after text after text yesterday of how frustrated angry people are and i'm like hey look there's good news here and yet i feel so small because how can i say that there's good news when you guys are literally standing in line after line at store after store and you're finding out the walmart on Coors is shut down the walmart on wyoming is shut down this place is shut down that place is shut down this explosion as they're putting it, I, I'm hearing the word explosion, right? Let's, let's always give the Democrats their due. This explosion that you're seeing is a direct result of Michelle Lujan Grisham limiting your options on where you can go shopping. It isn't me not wearing my mask, even though I'm wearing my, my mask all the time. It says my governor is an idiot because she is. It isn't me and everybody else. Well, you're, you're going into work. You're, no, we're, there's social distancing. I mean, everyone's already, it's, people don't even know they're doing it. No one's even getting close to each other anymore. They don't even realize, like, their whole way about moving, moving around. So when I tell you we needed a win, that was a win that we should have got yesterday, and, no, and that should have been all over the place. But this is what's happening in the social media shutdown, the network shutdown, the newspaper shutdown. They're not going to let that story get the light of day, and it needs to. It threatens, you want to talk about what threatens the very heart of our democracy? Voting, yeah. And where's the Republican Party, and where's the leadership here in this state? You know, we go by the Republican Party, nobody's there. Who's fighting? Who's doing the fighting right now? Oh, we were all fighting really hard and rallying and doing all these things up until the election. Once the election comes, oh, no, we're done. We don't need to fight anymore. Literally, this is the worst time in the history of this state. Period. I don't think I'm being hyperbolic when I'm saying that. I think everybody would agree the level of depression, I'm depressed. Many other people out there, they're depressed. They're going through it. And they're having a hard time coping. I read a statistic yesterday that we, were, that we pushed out there. 25% of those under the age of 35 have had suicidal ideation. That's not a misprint. This was an actual survey that was conducted. We have a mental health crisis, and it's going to get exacerbated. And, and, and is the Albuquerque Police Department out there policing people on, with, with face masks? No, they're not. They're not about to police anything right now. There's a crime crisis going on, coupled with the level of shutdown that is enabling these criminals out on the streets. 
You're not getting fair news. You're not getting the right news. And I, along with the rest of you, are very disappointed in what's happening because I realized that when she was handing out the $300 million, she was literally saying, you know what, 2020 is over. I'm canceling the rest of the year. That's what that $300 means, $300 million means. I'm canceling the rest of the year. The moment I heard, oh, she's buying us off for the rest of the year, through the end of Christmas. She's already taken away Thanksgiving. We already, I already told you it was going to be a terrible Christmas, and that just basically confirmed it. And I said, oh, yeah, of course. Of course she's going to make that move right, right now. Try to be the hero, quote-unquote, on the way out. I hope Sid Powell, our President Donald Trump, I hope they drag this thing out. As much as, I, I don't want to requote this guy, but that's of course the uh, senator from South Carolina when he said, I hope you guys never get the power, I hope you never get the chance. I don't think they will. I really don't. I believe that now, after what we saw yesterday from Sidney Powell. Joe Biden will never get into that White House. It's not going to happen. We had a little bit of Alex Jones today to start. We heard from Glenn Beck. Heard everyone. Everyone's still going to take the week off next week. What? Why? What's the purpose of taking the week off? We've been taking the whole damn year off exactly. at this point. Exactly. Uh, Thanksgiving for what? And why? What are we thankful for here? Thankful that our governor is sparing us from another spike in COVID? What happened to flatten the curve, Michelle? What happened to, hey... We're going to go ahead and get past this if we all work together. We all work together. We've been at this for nine months. Your tired political game is over. The people of New Mexico realize who you are. The negativity was only exacerbated yesterday on Facebook as I was watching the number of people who were texting in. She is the most hated, most reviled woman in all of New Mexico. Her reputation is this disastrous handling of the COVID crisis, which she has exacerbated by limiting your options on where to shop, where to go, and hell, shelter in place, stay at home. That's not leadership. Peddling fear is not leadership. Not letting you live your life is not leadership. We need new leaders in this state. And I hope some of you out there that I'm talking to, I hope that you're up for the task. Because if she gets her wish and somehow she makes it to Washington, D.C., or whatever, there's going to be a giant gaping hole of leadership. And the Democrats are all going to destroy each other. And there's a huge opportunity for the Republicans, regardless of how we feel about each other within the party, that stuff should never be out in the press. People should not hear about our dirty laundry with one another. So there you go. I just wanted to state my piece as far as yesterday goes, why I was so incredibly angry. I, 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 I was like, I can't. Nope. Not going to do it. Because I'm about to lose it on a day. This is I, last time she had a presser. I'm not going to be there for it because I don't know what I'm about to say, given how angry I am. And it's unfair to you. She's taken your Easter. She's taken your Fourth of July. She's taken your Labor Day, your travel, your holidays, and now she's taken your Halloween, Thanksgiving, and now Christmas. You're still supporting that? This is what communism looks like. Actually, if you're sitting in that line today for two, three, four hours. So you can get to your groceries and you're limited with the, the set of options and the distribution centers are cut off. That's what communism looks like. They enjoy this. Make no mistake about it. Michelle Lujan Grisham is enjoying every last bit of this. There isn't one thing she thinks that she has done wrong. And Dr. Disgrace and the rest of that panel, same thing. 
It's up to you, New Mexico, to hold those people accountable. It's up to you to make your voices heard. It's up to you to not being bullied by the media machine here. It's up to you to not being bullied by the newspapers and your friends and the virtue signaling that's going on. With these numbers, first thing that goes off in my head is I'm thinking, wow, we're building herd mentality. Yes. I mean, yes. herd immunity. Yes, me too. Good. I'm, I, I, if you got through, got it and got done, done with it, like Rudy did, <laughs> Rudy doesn't have to run around wearing a mask. He doesn't have to run around, you know, create social distancing. He doesn't have it. He's done. He's passed it. And as you heard Dan Butterfield says, once you have it, the chances of, of this coming back to you, yep. because your immunity to this is going to continue for a very, very yep. long time. New, new re research on that. Yep. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about during our 5 o'clock hour, and then uh, Greg Zanetti will be here for the 6 o'clock hour. But I'm sorry. I, I Truly, I am. I did everything I possibly could. I, I really did. I went as hard as I could day after day, and there's nothing that can stop this tyrant from doing what she's doing to you. Nothing. I tried the impeach MLG. We, we got you know, 12, 13,000 signatures, and that we'll be finishing up with the last of those. All those people who signed that will get a free membership for a month to www.rockoftalk.chat. Dowd has been absolutely slaying that thing, putting out new writing today. What's in that? Uh, what, what's in RockofTalk.chat? Well, uh, today, today we have <laughs> my uh, my look at uh, Space Command. Uh, Albuquerque was named one of uh, six finalists for <clears throat> you know, the Pentagon Space Command headquarters. I, I think the reality is we're, we're, it was a pity kind of nomination. I, I don't see us winning this, but we were named to the final six list. And I kind of walk uh, listeners, readers through uh, the city's refusal to give me any documentation on what they were offering the federal government in terms of your taxpayer paid for inducements. So um, the, the most transparent mayorship in Albuquerque history, not so much. Yeah. And uh, the question of the day? Oh, the question of the day, very exciting. Uh, talk, Rocket Talk debate of the day. Was the presidency stolen from Donald Trump? We already have a couple dozen uh, uh, comments up. and Just just smart people just supplying you know their perspectives. So we have we just have the best listeners. Yeah, we really Sharp do. And and we, and you know what I really like, Eddie, is people are putting their links in now. So if there's they're saying, oh, according to this video or this document, they're putting the link in so we can follow up ourselves. I mean, that's intellectual integrity, and that's our audience. And we will close that community. So the likes of Michelle Lujan Grisham or any other person can't just crawl in there and decide to go ahead and and get to. Um, you know, we want to treat this uh, very friendly especially for you conservatives out there. Uh, we have to bring the Republican Party together. Uh, there's going to be a big rally heading on up to uh, Santa Fe tomorrow. I won't be a part of that. Uh, we have Natalie and Rebecca show tomorrow at 1 p.m. Uh, Liberty Ladies Unite. Uh, they're going to be here. Very excited uh, with that. And, uh, and Natalie's husband, Jonathan, runs the board. So go easy on him. He's learning, and uh, <laughs> he's jumping on board. So, Jaybird. Yeah. I like Jaybird. And uh, there's a lot of uh, – they've already got their creepers uh, on there. Uh, as well, so wow. you know, the people that's you know you're you're successful is when you're getting random phone calls from people who don't like what you're saying. Well, how dare they be women and not be progressive <laughs> in America in 2020? Yeah, exactly. So, all right, back after a quick break, uh, break we're gonna uh, check with uh, John Block, get a rundown on what's happening over at the Pinion Post. Our good friend is uh, swinging it harder than just about anybody else uh, out there. So, as always, as a, not just a courtesy, but I think as a public service, we offer up him every Friday afternoon to talk about what he's written about for the week and maybe get his take on, boy, more shutdowns. Remember, we told you it was lockdown versus liberty in this uh, this edition or this uh, this election. And that write-up is uh, directly there at www.rockoftalk.chat. There you go.
All right, 422, back in four, AM 1600, KIVA, 93.7 FM. The web, the app, rockoftalk.com. I believe, can't wait for Sydney Powell, and I'm waiting, and I'm waiting, just like Tucker's waiting, just like everyone, and just be patient. I happen to believe that she's going to come through. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. Here it is, fall in New Mexico, and the real estate market is different than past years. This year, we have fantastic interest rates, high buyer demand for homes, and we need more homes for sale on the market. Hello, this is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. If you're thinking of selling, let's talk about the seven reasons to sell now. If you're thinking of selling sometime, maybe even next spring, let's start the conversation. With the government pumping money into the economy, homes in forbearance, and higher unemployment, the market has many unknowns, so selling sooner than later might be a good decision. Do you also have a home you need to sell to buy? We have a solution for that too, including our guaranteed sale option or an instant offer. Call us now, Venturi Realty Group, 448-8888, and welcomehomeabq.com online. List your home for sale with us during October or November, and we'll cover the cost of a pre-inspection for the home. Call us at 448-8888, Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. This is Eddie Aragon, The Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we we also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 1171 856 1171 or you can email him directly michael at michaeltrujillo.com that's michael at michaeltrujillo.com the market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now memory revitalizer 800-606-0192 this potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician memory revitalizer slows aging improves memory increases energy gives robust stamina it has been used in an alzheimer's clinic for 18 years it is safe it does not interact with other prescription drugs two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity customers say it's wonderful it works it's essential buy it from best buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solatone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994 
Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness. Do you own a business that's expanding? Are you outgrowing your space? Do you need a second, third, or even fifth location? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. All right, it is time we put things together. We're going to start with the weather. It looks like a great weekend. I know that uh, 70 is what we're expecting again tomorrow, but look at this, 68 right now in Corrales. At Manzano High School, it's 70 degrees and the same at the Rock of Talk. All right, the drive just is getting tougher and tougher if you're on the 550, especially if you're heading southeastbound. Coming away basically from Santa Ana Star across the river out to Camino Don Tomas. It's going to be under uh, 10 miles an hour. And looks like the northbound side is starting to load up there from Camino, uh, Camino uh, Don Tomas as well on your way to cross the river. All right, well, this traffic report is brought to you by Joe's Pasta House in Rio Rancho, Joe's Big Buckets. Now, tonight may be the night to just say, you know what, before we get into the weekend, I need something special, but I'm too tired. We're going to Joe's Pasta House for one of the five big buckets, spaghetti with meatballs. Maybe it's a Southwest chicken fettuccine. Listen, with every one of the entrees, you're going to get a large bucket of uh, garden salad with the dressing, and that's homemade over at Joe's, a loaf of fresh homemade bread as well. Joe's really knows how to do it. Joe's Big Bucket Entrees. You can pick one of five out right now by going to joes.enjoytakeout.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 427 here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. I have a full report, a full drill down on a bunch of things with uh, D. Dowd and Zanetti. Greg Zanetti uh, will be here for the 6 o'clock hour here. And uh, remember, full show tomorrow. Uh, great show, Liberty Ladies uh, Unite. Make sure you guys tune in. Uh, give them lots of love. They're working I hope hard. Your friend Chris calls back in. Uh, it was a, v- a very amusing exchange last week with their, <laughs> their buddy who thought he had their number, and they ended up pretty much having his number. <laughs> yeah, and if you texted me during that show, and I'm texting you their num- uh, the number to call in, the number to call in for them tomorrow is 266-1600. You can... You can call in any time uh, on that as well. We've got our good friend, John Block of the Pinon Post. Sir, how are you? Doing good. Doing as good as I can be expected, I guess. And it looks like the lockdown is continuing, unfortunately. It is, and it will go for at least uh, six weeks, given the $300 million that she's handing out, because she's got more bad news uh, for the next three, four weeks, and she loves serving that up. We'll get to that in a moment. Our good friend, John Block, wants you to visit his website at pinonpost.com. Dot com. It's PinionPost.com. We uh, always include his articles in our blast that we send out uh, because, A, he's such a great writer, and, B, it's so hard-hitting, and uh, Dowd loves the uh, the website. All right, let me read through a bunch of these, and, uh, uh, John, feel free to go ahead and, and, and comment on these as well. Hobby Lobby was forced to close as they were remaining open in defiance of the governor's order. The New Mexico State Police were parked on the premises, I'm going to assume, to ensure they remain closed. This is not okay, Eddie. I feel exactly uh, like like you do. Trust me. And uh, if I send you a little heart or a thumbs up, it means that I read your your stuff. Um, I'm going to start doing three, four, five hour shows. You guys contribute so much. Matt, who is an avid listener here of the uh, the radio show, listen. He said I spent 40 minutes in line to get a few perishable groceries. Thankfully, I bought the bulk of my food on Halloween, as you suggested, and still have enough. My kids and I plan to have Thanksgiving dinner this Thursday, but the plan. Could be ruined. All right. Well, uh, Matt is a great guy, and I appreciate him uh, texting in. Our New Mexico Republican Party has no backbone. We're going to be bringing all parts of the Republican Party together, and uh, we're going to be uniting. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody should be 
you know, just one person running the party. We've, we've got a whole gang of good people who have uh, been involved with the party. We're going to harness that enthusiasm and some of the hate that uh, MLG has brought our way. John, not sure if you can speak to this at all, but I saw two articles. I'll forward you the one that I got. Rumor has it that Michelle Lujan Grisham is now in Hawaii. So I reached out to Trip Stelnicki and to Nora Sackett, and they both have not responded to me, but I do feel like it is not accurate. I've seen the people that have been speaking about it on social media. It does not seem like it has a lot of bearing. Uh, mainly there is a delegation from California. There's state representatives that are going to Hawaii to with some kind of voter group that is sponsoring them, and it's a lot of Democrats and Republicans. So I do not believe that Michelle Lujan Grisham is with that delegation. However, she could be alone. I am not sure, but I haven't seen any justifiable proof to print that, so I haven't put anything out about it. Uh, do we know uh, that she came back on Wednesday from Washington, D.C., so that way she could do her Thursday? Uh, do you know anything about her trip to Washington, D.C., if that was if that was true or not? I do not believe that she's left the state in the last week uh, from what I've read and what I've seen and asked about. Uh, and she did do her update at the governor's residence. Right. So she wasn't in D.C., so I, I highly doubt she's left the state. But if she is, then that that's very newsworthy, and I'd like to see a lot, a lot more information about that. Uh, Eddie, I appreciate the free membership, but I want to support you, so we paid for a membership today. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, sir. That's uh, awesome. You heard Dowd over there. He he loves that. He keeps he's he's so on top of this this site. So this is this is good. Uh, Michael said most all veterans believe that she just wants us dead. <laughs> well, <laughs> we didn't really half funny, half true. <laughs> we didn't really uh, have a real uh, Veterans Day. Uh, great opening, Eddie. We as a party need to get this station this app out to southern New Mexico. Have my family and Artesia all hooked on your show. Uh, say hi to the uh, Artesia Bulldogs down there. Uh, that's awesome. Eddie, what's the supplement you take? It's OSHA. Yeah, there you go. And uh, we'll get to more of those texts. But we're going to get to all of the writing there at Pinon Post. And uh, let's start first with Lujan Grisham calls for a special session next Tuesday for virus relief. I imagine that this is going to be an allocation of this $300 million. She wants to play Santa Claus during December uh, with a little bit of feel-good stuff and call him in because she's going to prepare the rest of the state for the worst. I, I sense a lockdown for at least a month uh uh, John, but what have you been hearing and uh, why the special session if she didn't call a special session back in, say, April or March when she shut us down the first time? And that's a really valid question people are asking, especially right now, as people have been out of work for months and months. And we see that the unemployment numbers have been skyrocketing recently. And I think this special session is trying to be whatever MLG is supposed to say as a swan song. She thinks that this is one of the last things she's going to be doing while she's the governor. And she wants to be showing the New Mexico people that she's a great person as she goes to Joe Biden's fictitious cabinet to be some kind of secretary. And these peanuts that she's giving us in this relief, this $300 million, which is coming out of our pockets and probably a lot of the federal government's money that is also from our pockets, it's coming on down so that we can say, oh, well, we love the governor around, around Christmas time when we have $300 checks that are, that are nothing for someone who has to pay rent every month, someone who has to put food on the table every month while she's calling essential businesses non-essential. In my opinion, anybody who is working to put food on their table and feed their children and keep a roof over their head is essential. And so what, is, what she is trying to do is try to give us 
just, you know, peanuts, nothing, absolutely nothing, and try to make us feel like we are getting a gift from her when really that gift is coming from our own pockets through our tax dollars. You have a great article here about the Trump campaign um, saying that up to 180,000 ballots in question in New Mexico. She shouldn't be feeling that comfortable because it looks like uh, Giuliani, uh, Sid Powell, and the rest of them might file suit here in the state of New Mexico. We're hearing that uh, a lot right now. I'm just surprised there isn't more people on it, but then not surprised because realizing that none of the media is actually covering it like you're covering it at Pinion Post. Exactly. And we just sent out an email today talking exactly about what that is, what's happening right now. The media is refusing to speak about all the ballots in New Mexico, which are being thrown out, all the allegations of fraud and all of these inconsistencies in the vote. And people keep on talking about how it doesn't exist. Fraud does not exist. It can never happen in our state. But the problem is there are multiple allegations of fraud. And I know that Steve Pierce and the folks at the Republican Party, they are working tirelessly to make sure that they are getting all this information and coordinating with the president's campaign. And the reason that people are not seeing them yelling and screaming about this is because as Sidney Powell spoke about today on Fox Business, there's a lot of information they can't just give out to the public. These have to be filed through court proceedings and they have to be filed right, which is exactly why the party is not speaking out loudly about this. But they are putting out press releases. They are talking about how they are coordinating with the president's campaign and people like Rudy Giuliani and Boris Epstein and other people that are on the president's team are coordinating with the party to make sure that the vote is correct and that those 180,000 ballots that are in question are being looked into carefully and with the diligence that we need to make sure that every single vote that was legally cast is counted in the great state of New Mexico. John, couldn't that change the outcome, say, for the U.S. Senate election? Couldn't it change the outcome for maybe other pieces uh, down ballot uh, as well? I mean, I don't want to get crazy or anything like this, but, I mean, perhaps uh, Deborah Holland, uh, maybe touch, uh, I mean, where are the candidates in on this? Is Michelle Garcia-Holmes? Is Alexis Johnson? I mean, I, you, you say Steve Pierce, but where are uh, where are they on this? And uh, it, uh, that's certainly less than the margin of uh, the victories in, in both of those. As you know, both of those ladies uh, performed uh, quite well uh, during this year. Exactly. And from what I'm hearing, it's mostly Bernalillo County. Okay. So that would include the first district. That would include the Senate Senate race. And, you know, the, the president, he only lost, quote unquote, lost the state by 90,000 votes, right. about 100,000 votes. So 180,000 ballots, that could indeed flip the results of the election. That could flip a bunch of state representative and state house seats. We may have won a majority in either chamber of the state house or Senate, but the fraud with IE Dominion or any other kind of corporation that has been putting these machines in these voting booths, as well as the paper ballots that have been mailed in fraudulently, those all could be turned around and we could get a different result than what we had on election night. How scared are the Democrats? Is this one of the reasons they're fueling this behavior, this lockdown behavior? Uh, of Sidney Powell, of Rudy Giuliani, of Donald Trump. I mean, they're trying to just ignore it, uh, but this is a story that is not going to go away. And uh, look, I think it's going to be 
if anybody has to change uh, uh, power, if that even happens, it certainly isn't going to happen in the month of January. Uh, this could be strung, strung along uh, later if they find more uh, obscene voter fraud. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. And as we saw right before the election, remember right before the election, coronavirus kind of ran away. We didn't have coronavirus for a few weeks there. As the campaign was really in the heat of it, they were talking about the debates. They were talking about Joe Biden. They were not talking about coronavirus. I feel like this coronavirus is being used politically in order to be a stopgap against Republicans whenever we want to get a message out, get a story out. And especially now, as we have all these fraud allegations in these states, this is exactly the time that they're going to bring out COVID again and try to scare us keep us in our houses scared to death of some fictitious, uh, you know, super spreading virus. And people are being infected by this virus, but it is not something that is the, the biggest thing right now. We have two vaccines that are in the works and those are coming down by the end of the year. And we don't have to worry and be scared right now. Right now, we should be looking at who is the president of the United States come January 20th. And what do we need to do to make sure that all those votes that we cast legally are counted correctly, which is the government's job? If it's not, then we're in a banana republic. Rudy Giuliani says we have a very, very significant amount of fraud allegations uh, in New Mexico. Now, from what I understand, uh, what we're seeing, a lot of this is anecdotal, but people are signing affidavits, uh, which means that they are willing to testify under the threat of perjury, should this go someplace. Is that, and from what you're hearing out in D.C. in the Diamond, is that enough to get the ball rolling here in the state of New Mexico? I don't know how many have been filed in New Mexico, but I think we have strength in numbers here. So the more affidavits we have, these are American citizens that are putting their reputations on the line and threat, threats of going to prison for years, this is something that we cannot just sweep under the rug, and especially in states like Georgia and Pennsylvania, where there are these affidavits signed. I think that the more that we have, the better. I think Rudy, he has, what, seven, 800 already in, across the country. That could go even higher, especially in New Mexico, where I've heard myself from people who have said that they've seen things at these different polling locations, and they have not gotten their ballots, or they checked to see if their ballot was counted. It wasn't. And all these irregularities, they all mount up to a giant fraud scheme that we see happening across the country. And it's through these Dominion machines, allegedly, as well as through the secretaries of state who are not being transparent with the people. Uh, that's a good segue into exactly what I wanted to talk to Dominion and uh, the woman who is head of all the secretaries of state across the country, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Maggie uh, Toulouse Oliver and uh, well, she says that rigging the election is next to impossible, but yet these Dominion, uh, the software might have within it uh, those algorithms that could have impacted uh, this election. Uh, tell us what you know. Exactly. Well, in 2014, this was implemented. Dominion was implemented across the state from corrupt and ex-Secretary uh, of State Diana Duran, who did serve a prison sentence for corruption and embezzlement in our state. So that's who instituted this back in 2014. So now Secretary of State Maggie Toulouse-Oliver claims 
that there is no way that fraud could happen in New Mexico. Fraud doesn't exist, and Dominion has nothing to do with any alleged fraud. And in New Mexico, we do have these machines in every single county. All 33 counties use Dominion software, and they can be manipulated. And in in the state statute, it says that none of these machines can be uh, tied to a internet connection. However, these do not need an internet connection in order to change a vote. Some of these that actually use printing mechanisms, they can print a a specific vote on a ballot. So, you know, if it's a blank ballot, they could print Biden for president, or they could print uh, Benny Boy Lujan for Senate. And these are the ones that are used for people with disabilities. And they do have the ability to print a specific mark on a ballot. And there are other ways that they could do this. They could scan multiple ballots multiple times in these these different uh, mechanisms through these machines. And so there are multiple ways they could have fraudulently taken this election. Or if it wasn't the machines, it could have been all the ballot harvesting, which the Democrats have been talking about right. for months and months and yep. actually bragging about. Yep. So either way, there are two ways that we could have fraud, either through lying on vote machines or by throwing in a bunch of fake ballots that have been harvested from senior citizens. Final question for you, uh, John, in this just from the standpoint of timelines, and I know everyone's seemingly in a hurry to go ahead and get the final results on anything, but do you feel, uh, as uh, someone who works to defend the the president of the United States, do you feel like Donald Trump's on any sort of timeline? I get the feeling like he's happy to take his sweet time on this whole entire thing, John, and just want to kind of get your gut or maybe what you know. Yeah, so when I've seen the president, especially in the last few weeks, he looks happy. He looks calm. He doesn't seem like someone who who thinks he's losing this election. And so from what I'm seeing just from the campaign, from his lawyers and all of his other spokespeople, it doesn't seem like they're worried that they're going to be kicked out the door come January. So I, I pray for the president. I urge everyone else to pray for the president. And I know that he's working to have a valid election that we all can be proud of. So this is something that's not going away. And it might take months. It might take even more than that. But we are all willing to stand behind the president and these elected officials, these Republicans that we claim represent us in Washington and across the state. We need to make sure that these Republicans are fighting hard for the president because a lot of them rode his coattails this election. We've got, uh, yeah, and still are right now since he's the one who's contesting this election. So those candidates who ran, uh, don't give up and uh, get involved with Donald Trump, whether not you ran with him uh, or you didn't. Uh, this is the time to uh, join up with him. John, thank you for uh, being here. We want to point out uh, that John uh, has many other offerings here that we didn't even get to uh, during this segment, including one Deborah Holland being vetted for Biden's fictitious cabinet because of the Dem's obsession with making history. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm so glad John brought this to my attention this morning because I wouldn't have seen it in the journal. Some days I skip the journal. Oh, it's on the second page. Unbelievable. And it, because it unites everything. Um, the, the Department of the Interior controlling land in New Mexico and we should have private property rights out here. Hollywood idiots and John's description of Mark Ruffalo as a waning, <laughs> waning star. I, I, I got to give him credit for that. Uh, and then identity politics. Tom Udall, as, as Eddie calls him, the, the boringest man alive. Uh, oh, no, that's Paul Gessing. The second boringest man alive. Um, <laughs> he might lose his gig in the cabinet because of identity politics in his own party. Uh, uh, John, excellent work on that, and thank you for bringing it to my attention. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right. All the best. Pinion Post, uh, pinionpost.com. We'll talk to John next Friday here in the Kiva. John, thanks for being here, and uh, thanks for keeping us informed. Thank you, guys. God bless. All right. Good stuff. Uh, thank you so much, John. And there he is, John Block, Pinion Post. Uh, go check him out. And uh, we always include uh, his writings uh, every single day in our News Blast. Uh, he's that good, and uh, he's that much of a fighter. Everybody should uh, take a look at some of the stuff that he is posting there each and every single day. Back in four minutes. Thanks for listening. 446. Cellophane flowers never happened for me. Sleeping the day off, watching the night fall, covering nowhere. Hi, I'm Dr. Casals at the Vision Store. So many of you are worried about changes in your vision. At the Vision Store, we are available for routine, urgent, and emergent eye care, red eyes, broken glasses, and contact lenses. We carry a wide array of frame styles in our showroom to choose from, including sunglasses and anti-reflective lenses. Come see us Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 8 to 6, and Wednesday from 8 to 1. Come see what you haven't seen in a while at the Vision Store in Bernalillo. Call for an appointment today at 771-EYES. That's 771-3937. In most cases, recovery of your stolen vehicle is not the reunion you had hoped it would be. It may have been trashed, torched, contaminated by toxic chemicals and more, or used to commit additional crimes. Revelco Vehicle Anti-Theft Device prevents theft in the first place. 505-550-4994. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens, online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Life Spring at Salon Helena with Albuquerque's Healthy Salt Spa. 30 minutes in this salt spa can alleviate symptoms from asthma and bronchitis, Improve symptoms from colds, flu, and sinus infection. See more. iBreatheSalt.com. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. This week can be your best week, the week when you get onto a better path with your money. Call me, Tom Crow, at Crow Financial Advisors to give your nest egg the attention it deserves. 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. A burglary takes place in the United States approximately every 15 seconds. International Protective Service is your answer for commercial and residential security in all of Albuquerque. IPS will work with your monitoring company for fast, reliable response times. You can rest easy knowing you, your family, or your company is watched over by International Protective Service. Call International Protective Service today or visit us on the web at internationalprotectiveservice.com. Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage. In the society we're in today, COVID-19 is on the top of all of our minds, and rightly so. But we can also look at the bright side of life, like God still loves us and He loves our families, along with giving us an opportunity like no other to spend time together without the busyness of life. At Indigo Mortgage, we believe in helping families and we're blessed to be considered an essential business by the government. So we are able to continue helping clients and their families, either by refinancing to a better rate or by helping fulfill their new home purchase. 
Although we cannot meet face-to-face, we have a full staff available by phone, email, or you can complete an application on our website. Indigo Mortgage is honored to be part of this community, and we're here to help. Contact Indigo Mortgage today, 836-5700. That's 836-5700, or on the net at indigomortgage.net. NMLS 23-1962 and 188-348, and may God bless you. Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. I don't know how to tell time, but I know it's sunny side up o'clock. Patriot waffle, sweet red raspberries, tasty blueberries, and white powdered sugar. The Patriot waffle at sunny side up. Go to sunny.theplaceilike.com. All right, as we put things together, we're going to start with the weather. What a good-looking day we had today and tomorrow. Maybe even temperature breaking, they tell us, as we move to about 75 degrees. Right now in Bernalillo, it's 68 degrees. Uh, 65 in a very clear sky in Tijeras, and 70 degrees the Rock of Talk. As far as the drive, it's the west side that's really struggling right now. As you make your way down the 528 hill, uh, pretty much coming away from west side, you're going to start to see the bright lights, but they really, as you go down the hill, all the way to Ellison, getting you under about 20 miles an hour. Part of that could be that the right lane to make the turn onto Ellison, no can do, that's closed, and also you're going to find the northbound side of the 528 coming off of Alameda as you make your way to west side, under 12 miles, I'm sorry, under 10 miles an hour there. All right, as far as the rest of it, I-40 westbound just before Coors stall, as well as I-40 eastbound just past Carlisle. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Amazing Grace Personal Care Services with companion care at reasonable rates. This is something your folks can use, kid you not. you got to call Amazing Grace, find out about their household services, their mobile assistance, meal preparation, cognitive assistance, just amazing people ready to help. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services also accepts insurance and pay clients as well. Connect with Amazing Grace by going to homecare.theplaceilike.com. All right, we're up to date. Let's dive back into the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. All right, 452, thanks for being here. If you doubt here as well. So a lot of you guys had questions about yesterday why you couldn't pick us up on Alexa. And so I've done some digging and trying to figure out, and I do believe, I believe, okay, not making this up, please. I do believe because I played the Sidney Powell thing three times in a row, it picked up on it. Because remember, Alexa listens to everything, can process everything. They know the audio stream that's going through there. I don't know how they do it, but I believe that's why it was blocked. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I think we're on that level, folks. I think we're on that level. Big Brother, like, if this is in your home, you have the Alexa device, uh, hit the red button so it's not listening to you all day long. Okay. Uh, this is a very, very impressive piece of technology. And we've already told you, the MAGA group, right? We're telling you Microsoft, Amazon, yes. Google, uh, Apple, they want to own you, okay? Uh, again, let me reiterate, pick up the Brave browser. Get a VPN, okay, so that you are surfing the web anonymously like the way it was meant to be from the very, you, very you beginning. still having good results with the Brave browser? Because I want to try that out this yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's expensive. Oh. I mean, you'll end up paying 100 oh, bucks for it. Buy it no? Well, I can do that plus the, the VPN on top of oh, it. Oh, okay. So okay. The, the VPN is how I use it. I don't have Facebook on my phone. I don't have Twitter on my phone uh, because 
as you saw with the testimony, like I'm trying to get off of Facebook altogether. I real I really am. I don't think that there's a need for it uh, in my life. I think it's made poorer relationships. I think it's made poor interpersonal relationships <laughs> with a lot of people. Yeah. So um, th- that's just the simple argument. I think the more complex one is how much does it know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you saw what they were talking about with regards to Zuckerberg and the new technology that's able to cull everything. I think that Facebook app pulls everything off of your phone. And I tried to find a, a phone that I could basically lock up, but I ended up getting the Apple anyway, just ordered that uh, with the new chip in it. And, you know, I've got very minimal stuff. Now, the only thing I'm, I, I don't like is the, the backup, if you will. Um, and it's really interesting if you have the good fortune of, of getting Apple, then they, 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 they basically have it so they, you can restore whatever it is that you had on your previous Apple. Like, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Isn't that scary? Think about what your technology <clears throat> tells about you. I just so. ordered my new uh, iPad, the Pro. Yeah. And um, uh, it's going to be interesting setting that up and, and you know, migrating my old data over. Uh, yeah. I mean, they, they got a lot of information. They got a lot they, of your information. They, they, got, they got the goods on everything. And, and we told people a couple of days ago how they could turn off... Uh, the governor's fear porn when it comes to those emergency alerts. So there are tools and tactics you can use, folks, to get out of this dystopian Silicon Valley tech hell we seem to be racing toward. Uh, Eddie, I know you don't like long text, but I want to share a story with you and bring some awareness to a problem we are facing. This week, my 16-year-old daughter attempted suicide. She is okay, thank God. She has always been a great kid, good student, plays sports, is a high-level violin player, all-around good kid. Since the pandemic began and the first shutdown, we have seen her daily routine interrupted, social life being shut down. No sports, violin, in-person school, and all of the normal teenage life and social interactions being canceled or forced online. We started to notice she was sleeping a lot, losing interest in things that she was involved in, constantly forced to interact and depend on social media for attention and communication with her friends. Her grades started to decline due to the online school and the problems that presents two kids. Six to eight hours of screen time a day for school and the rest of the day online for social interaction and entertainment. This list of her, this li- the list on how her life has changed goes on and on. This has led to depression not only on her, but I feel most teens in state and country. I am heartbroken to see my daughter suffering this way. I want parents to speak up and let their schools and teachers and government know what is happening to our kids. I'm tired of all the fear of corona. Our kids can survive getting corona, but they can recover depress they can't but can they recover from depression long term? This long term effects and on their development. Uh, by the way, Dad gave me uh the number to a counselor and I called her today and I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, I could deal with my child getting sick or even the pain of losing my child to a disease, but I cannot deal with watching a great kid be reduced to depression and suicide because of the bad decisions of the government and the lack of these parents standing up for these kids. Exactly right. These are our children or future. We need to stop being cowards and defend them and their right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. This is not political. This is a cry. This is not a political. This is a cry for help from our children. Please hear them and do something. Please let me know if any ideas on how to wake people up. And I'm ready and willing to help any way possible. Thank you, Eddie, for being a voice and a place for me to go through, through wow. with this. Um, I love your text. Right and I love heart, I mean. the ability to be able to communicate that to so many people. And, and I hate the, to tell the text for this, but the governor doesn't care about your daughter. Because if she cared, she would recognize the collateral damage of all these lockdowns. And she would have something like a, a lockdown collateral commission. People experts who are consulting her daily about how we can mitigate some of these effects, the unintended side effects of this. She said, Eddie, and I took this quote down from her yesterday, and I, I got to go, go, oh, go back and watch this woman again and get the exact quote. Something like, I don't understand this national debate over lockdowns. You know, people, like, people cannot disagree with her at all. 
well, there's a national debate about it, sweetheart, because there's a lot of unintended consequences of these lockdowns that are hurting a lot of people. And I know you don't care about those, but uh, some of us who have some intellectual integrity, we care very deeply about that. Uh, we're not lost in our own power craze power trip. Uh, I, I hate to tell the little texture this, but the governor doesn't care about what your daughter is going through. She's she's shown no evidence, no evidence. We hear that a lot. No evidence, no evidence. She's shown no evidence of caring about teen girls, teen boys. How about an 11 year old Landon Fuller who killed herself, killed himself? How about the little boy who was terrorized the other day when the grandmother texted us because the emergency alerts came through and he was running around scared and, and hurt hurt grandma's feelings and she was worried for her grandson. The governor doesn't care. Well put and exactly right. So sad. It is so incredible. I'm enjoying the fact that my kids are around me as much as possible. I got to say that. Um, but I know that they need other kids. I want to be around their friends. It's hard for them to look at a screen with 15 boxes for Zoom and interacting. And it's, sure. it's foolish. Yep. It's idiotic. It's stupid. And it tells me that maybe Democrats don't really care about relationships. <laughs> they don't care about holidays. They don't care about relationships. And they're saying, well, maybe you don't care about life. Like, Show me how bad Corona is for people who take care of themselves. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want to know. Yep. Okay. The people who actually take care of themselves have good health, good life. Oh, and they, in front, they, you know, Dow, just to change the debate, they plastered it right on the front page. And sure enough, the, the youngest person to die of COVID oh, yeah. in the state yep. of Mexico yep. yeah. has uh, comorbidity. So uh, there you go. All right. Uh, back after the top of the hour, USA News. Appreciate uh, everybody listening as always. Full two hours left. Greg Zanetti in hour three. You'll learn a lot and uh, we'll have a lot to say uh, certainly in that hour. And next hour, uh, your texts. Uh, I probably won't get to your calls, uh, but we want you to sign up at www.rockoftalk.chat free until the 30th and uh, we want to make sure that you and you can go ahead comment anonymously you're listening to fox news abq.fm k229cl 93.7 fm and am 1600 kiva albuquerque usa radio news with tim berg the time is kicking for lawmakers on Capitol Hill to come together on another coronavirus relief bill before the end of the year. Both the Congress and Senate will be on Thanksgiving recess next week. National Economic Council Director Larry Kudlow believes a targeted package is needed. We are working on repurposing unused funds for exactly that. Yes, targeted, not $3 trillion. Stuff like small businesses, um, airlines perhaps, uh, restaurants, just those targets. Kudlow speaking there on Fox News. Meanwhile, President Trump says... Big Pharma ran millions of dollars of negative advertisements against me during the campaign, which I won, by the way. But Those comments at the White House as President Trump also says he's lowering drug prices for millions of Americans across the country. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. 
Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. The teen accused of killing two people during the Kenosha riots is released on bail. Kyle Rittenhouse is accused of killing two people and wounding a third during riots in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He was released from police custody on $2 million bail. On Friday, the 17-year-old left the Kenosha County Jail around 2 p.m. after his attorneys posted bond, which was funded by an online campaign. Rittenhouse has spent the past two months in custody on murder charges. He claims he fired his weapon in self-defense after hearing what he thought was a shot fired at his him. 35-year-old Josh Zeminski has since admitted to firing that shot, but only as a warning to rioters closing in on his home. From the Texas USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Val Dior. A manhunt is underway in Wisconsin for the gunman who opened fire at Mayfair Mall, which is just west of Milwaukee today. The mayor of Wauwatosa confirming several people were injured and taken to the hospital. All are expected to survive. You're listening to USA Radio News. All right, as we get the second hour started, we're going to put things together, starting with the weather. Hi, everybody. I'm Rudy Grande. Good to have you with us. Looks like uh, 70s, maybe even record-breaking uh, highs tomorrow, they tell me. Right now, not bad at all in Santa Fe. 59 degrees, 69 in Martinez Town, and it's 69 at the Rock of Talk. Well, Montano seems to be hit hard. I'm not sure if there's an accident or not, but this is going to be westbound on Montano. Coming right off of I-25, you start pumping the brakes and it looks like maybe around Edith things will clear up for you. So it could be an accident in that intersection. Again, we have that stalled car on uh, I-40 westbound. It's just before Coors Road. It is over to the right shoulder. And thankfully, I don't see a whole lot of brake lights behind it. So that is good news. And this traffic report is brought to you by Salon Deluxe and Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho. They have this incredible stuff. They are the west side people for Kangen Water. Well, George and Jan is very creative. They've got this Kangen Water Beauty Pack. It's $29. It has the Kill Bacteria Water, which is a 2.5. Then they have a Toner Water, and then they have a Beauty Water, which will bring everything back together for hair, skin, and nails. You can get it for $29, and they will deliver it during the shutdown, the lockdown. And all you have to do is go to SalonDeluxe.com. All right, we're up to date. Now, let's dive back in to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's Macro Aggression. The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM, the web, the app, rockoftalk.com. Hour two, D-Dad Muska here with me, and we've got, we're going to power through here and keep the faith, folks. Yeah, uh, just very quickly, Eddie, I wanted to, I missed last hour, folks, when I was driving in uh, on the freeway earlier this afternoon, I went by a horse trailer, a pickup truck pulling a horse trailer. There were two mini horses in that trailer. Um, It immediately struck me. I can't see any way how moving a couple of mini horses around, uh, given the, the the crisis that we're in, is in any way considered an essential activity. So uh, I got out a pen, uh, jotted down that license plate, and I called. Of course, I didn't call anyone. I'm not a monster. <laughs> but listen, you're you know that fleeting thing runs through your mind for a second, like oh boy, that guy's out delivering horses. 
And because we're, we're getting pro, I mean, Eddie has said it for weeks now, you know, you're being programmed. Um, I never seriously considered it this all, all in jest, but uh, some people, frankly, I think in our community and across the country would do that kind of thing. Um, God bless the guy for put, hooking up the horses and taking the little buddies where he wants to take them. I mean, uh, if you want to do it and you're not hurting anyone and you're not putting anyone at risk, go ahead and do what you want. I the think. only crisis is Michelle Lujan Grisham She's and what she has created here in the state of New Mexico by limiting your options. I apologize on behalf of the good people of the state of New Mexico, her not being one of them, for your limited options in shopping. Coors on, I mean, excuse me, the Walmart on Coors now closed, uh, Wyoming closed, uh, multiple uh, grocery stores are all closed. People are waiting in line yep. uh, for anywhere from an hour to two hours. I know I have uh, several pictures of people that have sent in information. Uh, keep sending them. Uh, we want to see them. We're going to post everything uh, that we get. And I can't wait till we start posting uh, everybody's uh, nice little text as well in that nice community, www.rockoftalk.chat. So let's get to uh, the news, especially as the real crisis is uh, the crisis of democracy. You don't have it. It's a dictatorship. I don't understand. I, I, can't, I want you to go find that, that. I don't understand what the debate on lockdown is. Yeah, because yeah. you don't do that. The World Health Organization says you don't do that. Yep, yep. And you don't lie, you don't cheat, and you don't steal, and you don't put a smiley face when you're literally running everything. It's like she's got a foot on the neck of every New Mexican, and she's smiling about it, and then shaming you, and then saying, no, you can't celebrate Christmas, Thanksgiving, none of it. Top pollster says that 47%... 47% likely that Democrats stole the election mm -hmm, vote. Mm -hmm, very this is huge. And mm -hmm. they, they, the breakdown is, is it not at all likely 41%. Those are uh, not very likely, 9%. Then you got more than 50% as well, very likely or somewhat likely. 50% not likely. Like We are divided right down the middle. Partisan breakdown is not exactly what they expected in the survey. 75% of Republicans, 75% saying it is very or somewhat likely the election was stolen. Why is it not 100%? <laughs> As though the 25% are holding out new Republicans, you uh, milk toast Republicans out there with who don't have a backbone and saying, well, just we should just forget about it. The, govern the, the president should just concede. No way. No way. And now you have uh, something here on the 30% of Democrats. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that 30% is a very interesting, <laughs> interesting figure. Uh, 69% said 69 of Democrats say it is not at all or not very likely the election was stolen. 61% uh, say Trump should concede, but 33% of Democrats are saying no. Um, that's pretty interesting. Uh, only 51% of the, 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 all the people taken in the poll uh, suggest that Trump could, uh, should concede. You know, it's very easy. What have the Trump supporters been demonized as for years? The deplorables, they represent uh, angry old white men. Uh, they represent a very small portion of the population. And 49% of the public now is saying Trump should not concede or they sort of don't have an opinion. Only 51% of the country is saying Trump should concede. Pretty hard to blame that all on crazy deplorables, those numbers. 99.99% uh, of Kiva listeners say that Trump <laughs> should not concede, and he won't concede. Well, it's he's a not silly gonna... thing anyway. Like, who cares if, like, oh, did you call your opponent and concede, and, and did you accept your, your victory? None of that is determined by something someone says. It's all the Electoral College meets on, on December 14th in the various states. That's how you decide the president. So all this stuff about, you know, what media outlets 
call a state and what the candidates themselves say or do or don't do. It's all irrelevant. The process is there's a formal process, and it's been carried out for over 200 years. So can we just stop the nonsense, people? There's, and the, Eddie said this is a marathon, not a sprint, and we're still in the early stages of this marathon. And I think we can probably put that on ice and delay for a while because those dates, which should be firm, are not going to be firm because of what's going to happen in court. Yeah. So that's yeah. all going to get pushed back. And wait for it, folks. Wait for it. Yeah, and continue to wait. It is not happening. A mathematician, prominent mathematician, flags up to 100,000 Pennsylvania uh, votes himself. Williams College professor Stephen Miller and a Yale and Princeton trained math expert said he analyzed Pennsylvania ballot data collected by for, former Trump campaign data chief Matt Brayard, as well as 2,684 voter interviews conducted by a phone bank and found two concerning patterns. One, possible votes that were not counted. The other ballots that appeared to be requested by someone other than the registered voter. This is what we had, which was so rampant, including in the state of New Mexico. According to the Pennsylvania state data for early and absentee requests, there are roughly 165,000 ballots requested in the names of registered GOP voters that have not been counted as of just three days ago, November 16th. Federal Election Commission Chairman Trey Trainer just told Just the News, Dowd's favorite site, that Miller's analysis provides fresh evidence of potential voter fraud in the 2020 presidential election. He went on to say, the data which is provided by an expert witness who would be qualified in almost any court in the country adds to the conclusions that at some level of voter fraud took place in this year's election. That is indisputable because this guy is looking and did 2,634 interviews and you have 165,000 votes of GOP that have not been counted, that's really kind of amazing, Don. Yeah, and of course, uh, no evidence, they say, no evidence. I mean, yeah. no, I, I don't, listen, as I said uh, yesterday, I, I'm kind of at the yellow light. I'm not the red light or the green light. I'm right in the middle on, on, on all these claims. These are going to go to court, and I'm going to do my best to you know look at whatever evidence becomes public. But um, statistical analysis, it seems to me, by a professional statistician, is legitimate a legitimate submission of evidence on behalf of the president's campaign. You can't just dismiss it outright. Uh, this uh, statistician Miller says, almost surely the number of ballots requested by registered Republicans and returned but not counted is in the range from 38,000 to 56,000 on his uh, highest confidence level estimate. Um, it, it, the, the, I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I know the mainstream media wants me to just fall in line and, and, and say, oh, these are all wild accusations and there's no evidence to back it up. I'm sorry. These people are coming forward with some really... Uh, some of the claims, I think, are a little more outrageous than others. The whole Venezuela angle, I'm not really sure I'm wedded to. But um, and when you have professional statisticians that are Princeton and Yale trained uh, uh, supplying this level of, of analysis, it's something that uh, if you have any integrity, you have to look at. So using those algorithms is what Hugo Chavez, that's what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. They tried. This is tried and true in dictatorships, that using this type of software where it's been done. And... Uh, I think also Cuba was mentioned, yep. uh, other totalitarian dictatorships, uh, if you will, have uh, leveraged the software for their own ends. And that's the same. That's seemingly what we have uh, become right now. So, you know, I'm sure they're going to be delving in. In fact, what we're hearing right now from Sidney Powell is all this will be brought out over the next two weeks in dribs and drabs uh, over the next two weeks. And I think we're all going to enjoy our, our Thanksgiving. But I can guarantee you that Black Friday is going to be Black Friday for those <laughs> Democrats. I guarantee on the phone, this is one of those Democrats. He called me this morning, wanted to harass me. Is that you? No, no, no. I'm not a Democrat. Okay, good. I wanted, I wanted that guy to call me. He, he called to harass me about Sid Powell, 
And uh, I don't know what he was going to say. Are you putting out that rhetoric? And then you, I could literally place that guy in the city where he was calling from, if you know what I mean. Go ahead, caller. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, two two points. One one is dealing with local New Mexico, but just listening to you guys talking about this this uh, this fraud investigation. So, one of the issues is that the mathematicians what what they do. I, I watched an interview with a guy that uh, developed the uh, algorithms for eBay uh, to prevent fraud from occurring with eBay. So, what he said is that the mathematicians look at the data. And then the data leaves, the, the data provides indicators. So what you do is you look at the data and you look for statistical improbability. And when you find statistical improbability related to the data, then that's an indicator that something's going on and then you need to delve into it. So that's what they have. I believe they have the indicators, but the proof can't come until you do forensic analysis on the actual servers and uh, and 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 uh, and data and and counters vote counters until you have that and you can forensically examine it you can't establish proof and that's what the issue is so knowing how corrupt I mean you you look at the population most of the population in the United States I don't even believe understands that Hillary Clinton and the DNC paid foreign interests to create uh, uh, false evidence against Donald Trump for Russian collusion. Yeah. Because the media never even never even discussed that. But they were I mean, they were they were proud they were proud to go ahead and, and play with that toy for four long years. They yeah, never when, even got when, past it. When Trump confronted Leslie Stahl in her sixty minutes interview she kind of laughed it off and said, now that didn't happen. Now that didn't happen. Right. I mean, these right. people are in denial. When you look at James Comey and, and, uh, and James Clapper and John Brennan, those guys are the head of the, of the major intelligence agencies in the United States. Those guys are, are criminal. I mean, James Comey, you, you couldn't find a dirtier cop than James Comey. Sure. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's, so that's, that's what we're up against. So, uh, can we trust the intelligence and the investigatory no, agencies no, no. to seize no. these machines? They did. You, you mentioned that. I don't know if did you catch that yesterday uh, during the, the the conference. I mean, a lot of people. It was two hours and and, and a half during that time. Yeah. Let, me, let me play it for you real quick. And this was uh, Sydney Powell confirming that the Dominion servers uh, in Germany. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she said she said she didn't know whether they were good guys or bad guys. But what I'm saying is, are there any good guys? Well, go, let's go the, back to six, let's go back to 2016. Corrupt. Let's go back to 2016. I mean, if, okay. if you're just thinking and you're going to make a blanket statement that everybody in the FBI is bad, I don't think that, and I don't think that we would have President Trump today if it wasn't for the good guys in the FBI. And there was so just. I'm a, not saying I'm not saying everybody in the FBI. Obviously, not everybody, but I believe that the intelligence agencies are compromised based on the information that came out with Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok thinks that he will go down in history as a patriot. I mean, what that guy did is criminal. Yeah, we, I, of, of course. I mean, there's a lot of ground that we've covered before, but what what's the point that you're making? Uh, just the point that I'm making is that, it, that you can't prove it until you actually have the servers that were involved 
in this in this uh, in this voters. What I what I believe I I believe that it happened because I just I just think that the uh, that the that the that the statistical evidence shows that something weird was going on, but you can't prove it until you get your hands on those servers, and that's what my concern is: is who's got their hands on those servers, and 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 can we trust whoever's got their hands on those servers? to do legitimate forensic examination to find out if there's any evidence and if this stuff really happened. Well, the answer, the, the, an, the, answer, the answer to the both of those, and, and we're kind of going, this is long and drawn out. I'm not sure why we're drawing this out. The answer to, the, to your questions on that is yes and yes. They're the ones who are talking about those servers being confiscated. They confiscated them, and they wouldn't know that information if they weren't talking to the good guys in the first place. Let's talk about Pfizer and uh, what, what's the other one? Ro- Moderna. Moderna, right? Moderna. That, like, those are the bad guys because they didn't give that information over to Trump. They didn't tell, tell him ahead of time. They didn't want to give him, but they were already talking to Fauci. They were already t- and now they're having to backpedal. So uh, regardless of what, what, whether it's in the deep state or regardless of, if it's you know, good news, bad news coming from you know, private pharmaceutical companies, I think in this particular case they're really slow and taking their time and – they're very thorough. You know, they're not hastily pursuing this thing and say, oh, no, no, they, they cheated. They cheated. It's like, you know what? We're going to drag this out in court over time, and we are going to go yeah. through those servers. And I, I think you should probably have some faith in that. I do. I, I, I sure hope so, Eddie. The other thing is I was going to buy a car today. I went to a dealership. I found out you can't buy a car from a dealer in New Mexico. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so I, I, talked to, I, I talked to a couple guys at the dealership because apparently they're, they're able to still work on cars. They just can't sell cars. Correct. Yes, that's, thought, that's correct. And I started thinking about it and what, what the governor and, and what, what, the, you know, what I think the plan is is to, drive, is to drive business to the online retailers. Mm. So, for instance, CarMax, CarMax can still do it because, they, you know, you can buy the car online and then you go there and pick it up. But regular dealerships, so, so the regular, the, the, what they're doing is they're trying to drive out of business the brick-and-mortar businesses. I'll give you the name of and a I, guy who can find you any car, and he'll uh, have it shipped here for you. And you can pick your color, pick whatever you want. And if you want that number, just text me directly, and I'll forward you his number, and he'll literally have the car to you in a week. No, but the issue is the plan to drive brick-and-mortar businesses out of business in favor of Amazon, Google, Facebook, that's that's where that's what I believe the governor's plan is, and that's why uh, certain businesses are, are are allowed to do interaction sales and other businesses aren't. So so it's just it's crazy. And anyway, Eddie, I was wondering if you can sponsor a class action suit. And what this would no, be is citizens no, of New Mexico. No, 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 no. The answer is clearly, absolutely not. And I'll tell you why right now. I, I won't. Yeah. I won't do anything because I didn't get enough signatures for impeach MLG. If you're telling me that you want to put me to put my name on something else after all, all the other stuff that I I do for this for this state and for the people that that are here, I'm not about to attach myself to anything else. I self start whatever I'm doing um, in here, and I'll I'll pick up on on whatever it is that's out there. But we didn't get enough, and we had a lawyer draft that up. We spent about eight hundred dollars getting a lawyer putting this uh, this thing together so that we could go ahead and impeach MLG. We had the language. Uh, Dow did all the research, making sure that we can impeach MLG. And you know what the Republican Party did and the rest of the people? You can't impeach Michelle Lujan Grisham. Here's the, we literally had the whole entire process. 
And if there's any class action lawsuit, I can tell you there is nothing that I would ever file in the state of New Mexico, given the corrupt situation of the courts uh, here locally. And you know how costly it is to do something class action. Heck, and the, the 250 signatures that I got, that was never even submitted for Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Epstein to seize his ranch. And I got 250 signatures from the people on Santa Fe County where Zorro Ranch is located, and they never even entered in the Santa Fe County Courthouse. And we had that thing stamped that it was entered and received, but they never even submitted. I had the uh, attorney uh, who uh, is representing Mary Hahn, and by the way, it's the 10th anniversary of Mary Hahn's death, uh, plus two days. She died on, uh, you might want to look into that, Doubt, uh, on yeah. November 18th of 2010. She was murdered. She was murdered. She was murdered. Mary Hahn was murdered. Okay, and I had her look into to see if we could find out any information on my submittal for the uh, uh, for those Epstein uh, signatures to get the Zorro Ranch rated, and it still hasn't shown up in the document. So the answer is not. I'm not involved in any legal process. I'm not an attorney, and I won't represent. I won't put my name on anything that I don't originate myself. Well, that's unfortunate, uh, but fortunately, we have Sidney Powell. Uh, who's putting her neck on the line. But if nobody puts their neck on the line... I put my neck on the line every day, sir. We've lost... I put my neck on the line every day, sir. Thank you very much. My family, my children, don't you try to make me look bad because I'm not going to put my name on some class action lawsuit here. You're taking it all wrong, Eddie. No, I'm, I'm not. not I'm really, make... really not. You're I asking me to get. Hey, you're hey, you're hey, making hey, me get I, into I, a, a lit, litigation I, I, and an attorney I, I, here because oh, that's 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 too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. I don't need to put myself on anything else. I've got my whole life in this station and representing Republicans and conservatives throughout the state of New Mexico. Yeah, good, good. Don't do me any favors, pal. I don't need to be involved in any litigation or suing people or going after that. You see, this is the problem. This is the problem with the Republican Party, by the way, is guys like that that tell, doubt, but how many requests for IPRA requests do we submit? <laughs> I don't even know, and we can't get any information back. I'm not about to put my name on the line so I can go get involved in some sort of litigation or some lawsuit. You're, you're crazy if you think I'm about to do that. We are a news organization. We have plenty of people who could go ahead and do that. And if you're so motivated to go ahead and do it, you can go by yourself and go ahead and get yourself involved in a class action lawsuit. We've got over 13,000 signatures of people who care about this state, of people who care. They, sh they did it enough to, and trusted us enough to give us their, their name, their email, Phone and and that, their phone numbers, everything. Those are people who trust, who put their neck on the line. And we, we treat that with the utmost confidence, just like our sources. If somebody comes to us with some sort of information, you can bet your bottom dollar that I'm talking to the people over at Epstein Ranch who have worked at Epstein Ranch, and I'll never betray my sources, ever. So you need to think about how you're pursuing things. Okay, because I'm not going to get involved in those things. I don't go to these rallies, not because I don't support them. I put the information out on them, but I'm, I, I'm not going to go and, and, and be involved in a rally. If you want me to go speak at a rally, I'm happy to go ahead and do so. If I'm asked, I do so. Okay, but I have a life, and I'm not about to get involved in any sort of 
litigation, class action lawsuit, an organization to do that. If that's something that you want to do, you can go ahead and pursue that. I've got my 250 signatures to raid Zorro Ranch. Didn't happen. The legal system here is junk. It is junk. Avoid it at all costs. They will take you down. That's the way the litigation and the attorney, the lawyer, the criminal justice system works here in the state of New Mexico had way, way too familiar with it, from the familial side to what you see, you know, in terms of just trying to get things done. And if you want to call me a name and you say this is the last time, if you want to threaten me, go listen to T.J. Trout, bro. I really don't care. <laughs> go, go listen to that. I, the way you harassed me, if you went to one of my customers, my, my, uh, my advertisers, and harassed them, you're the kind of guy who writes things and says, okay, well, go get your stuff done. We have all day to go ahead and do that. Go ahead and, and, and take your time and, and work on that. But, I, you know, he had a lot of, of hot air to blow, and I was fine to go ahead and let him do it, but we weren't getting anywhere with the phone call. Come to a point, express yourself. If you've got a story, I'm listening to that all day. But I'm not going to go ahead and talk about having a class action lawsuit. No way, no how. That's very, very costly. 550 5, Call you're in the key. Go ahead. Hi, I wanted to make a comment about uh, the deep state. And, yes, sir. Uh, this is from. So there's supposedly, uh, give or take, 17 intelligence agencies, and I think what people don't realize is that within every intelligence agency, you've got uh, opposing viewpoints politically, and they are at odds with each other all the time. And so, while Trump's in office right now, you may have a focus of the CIA or the NSA or the. National Geospatial Institute, and and they are they support his views, but undermining all that are the people who work for the same police, the same agencies who support other views, and it's a constant battle for turf, for money, for power, for mm-hmm. for everything, and that goes on, and then you've got the politicians behind that, and it's a it's a with the possibility that Biden gets in. Uh, with China being our biggest problem right now, that's going to get swept under the rug. And there, there are serious consequences to the outcome of this election that people do not even uh, realize. Right. And there are good people in the FBI. Yes. There are good people in the CIA. Yep. There's good people in this and that. But, but the definition of good depends really on what, where your political alignment is, because Good right now will not be good if Biden is president. No. And I think people need to really, really understand that. And they don't know. Those people who did not show up in New Mexico in numbers to vote um, yes. have shot themselves in the foot. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you get the government that you deserve. Uh, that's exactly exactly right. And, you know, there are good people. I mean, we, we can't just make blanket statements and state you know, all this, you know, have no faith in it, or woe is me. No, I mean, I'm very positive. I'm, I'm going to keep people motivated because look at our president. Look at the team that he's assembled, and they're going to find right. those bad actors. How do you think all the stuff that, that, that came out with all the previous people that a previous caller mentioned? It's, it, it, sure. it came because and, and of I the can, pressure. I can tell you that the biggest problem is all the, um, really, the, the master's degree and Ph.D. <laughs> students yeah. who get out of Georgetown, right. uh, Marion, yeah. you know, all service. those places. There you go. Super, yep. And they end up working for the State Department and all these other things, and they are, that's the real problem. Wow. Do you know, do you know, do you know uh, who taught at Georgetown University in the uh, Foreign Service Division? Do you know who one of the professors yeah, so, was? So, 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 yeah, no. 
Hunter Biden. <laughs> that oh, there we go. You're correct. So those people, <laughs> those those people are. I mean, I hate to. You know, I'm an older guy. Yeah. But that's the future of the country, yes. and so the graduates of William and Mary and Harvard and Yale and yep. all these places who their their political views have been they've been formed over the last 20 years they are a danger to the country yep. uh, but they think they think they are the saviors of the world I want my children to go to Hillsdale College or St. John's College, if it's still around uh, by then. Correct. I don't know if you know much about St. John's, but yeah. it's the one school I wanted to go to, but I had like little football scholarships everywhere for me to go play, and I ended up coming here to the University of New Mexico. But if I had to do it all over again, I would have gone to Annapolis, Maryland, and uh, gone to St. John's College where you study the great books. And you know, teaching people to think for themselves, has uh, proved, especially right. in this interna- Internet age, is is probably like like doubt for example i mean i i couldn't pay if i i, I and i'm saying this doubt so take note i hear you <laughs> i couldn't pay doubt enough for what i think of him that's how yeah. that's how much i think like his policy papers and the things that he puts out are so spot on that like i think it's an absolute blessing to have him here in the kiva every single day we are very right. very fortunate and he's an equal opportunity offender and equal opportunity <laughs> hater so. I, I am yeah. well, apropos <laughs> of, I, of the caller's uh, or, or initial comments eddie the intelligence community people don't understand they just think oh it's the cia the intelligence community is uh, uh in the, it's in the dozens in terms of the numbers of of, of entities 850,000 people in this country have top secret intelligence clearances uh, the Intelligence and Security Command of the United States Army, the CIA, Coast Guard Intelligence, the Defense Intelligence Agency, the Office of Intelligence and Analysis, that's part of Homeland Security, the Bureau of Intelligence and Research, that's part of the State Department, the Office of Terrorism and Financial Intelligence, that's part of the Treasury Department. What he calls, it's, it's in the business, it's called the intelligence community, and it is a community, it's a community of agencies with hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. It is a monster behemoth that, that has needs to be reined in and really receive scrutiny that it should have gotten a long right. time ago. And you think they're all on the same page, working towards the same goal, right. but they're not. No. Right, so right. Turf battles. On, That's what it, happens in government. It, it, it's that. And I can tell you from the resumes and the papers that I read and the things like that, it is nothing but regurgitation of the same old stuff that comes out of the, the very elite colleges in the uh, United States. And it carries over to overseas when you're talking about Cambridge, Oxford, all those kinds of things. Um, also, it is a it is a worldwide problem. Yep, yeah. absolutely, good stuff. Yeah, the old the old fraternity. Hmm. Hello, chap. Did you go to Harvard? You know, that's the way. They're. Great call. Uh, call you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Very quickly. Go hey, to once. Eddie, this yeah. is David. Okay, go ahead, David. Hey, uh, great show. I love your program. I've got so many people turning to you now. You do a great job. Oh, Keep thanks, it up David. and you're right. This Republican Party, Yvette Harrell, I voted for her. I won't ever again. Where is she now when she talked about how Trump has her back and she votes with Trump and on his coattails? He gets elected because of him. And now where is she? She could give a crap because she's elected. She could care less about the Republicans or Trump. I'm tired of this. I'm fine. No worries. <laughs> Um, I am 100% on. with you on, on Yvette Harrell. Uh, her and I don't have a speaking relationship uh, anymore. I will fully and completely support her and what she's doing and her reelection to keep that seat uh, from the standpoint it needs to stay Republican. But I believe that uh, you know Claire Chase could have easily uh, won down south as well. Uh, she, uh, Yvette Harrell benefited from, what, about $250,000 that she got from a liberal PAC 
that mm. paid for all those uh, hate on clear mm, ads. Mm, and, right, uh, yeah. uh, my memory is uh, a little bit long on that, but I'm glad. I know. I, with all that being said, I'm very, very happy that Yvette Harrell uh, is in Washington D.C. But you're 100% correct, sir. Where is she right now? She 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 needs to come out yep. swinging swinging the bat. I could not agree more with you. And you might want to give her a call and uh, you know, let her know. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you her mobile number. I won't, but. <laughs> I, I sure, I sure, I sure would. We're like a full to. service station. <laughs> All right, we'll check on uh, weather and traffic uh, very quickly, and then uh, go to break. Uh, Rudy, let's check on it. All right, let's put things together, starting with the weather. Good-looking day tomorrow, maybe even temperature uh, <clears throat> record setting. So that's good with a high tomorrow near seventy-five. All right, it looks like uh, right now we got sixty-five degrees in Taylor Ranch. It's sixty-five in Tanawan. And 64th, the Rock of Talk. It's right kind of near Taylor Ranch that seems to be a problem. I, it's this Coors Road southbound. Right before Paseo del Norte, you start losing speed. May have had a little bumper thumper right there around where Eagle Ranch could join the Coors Road uh, bypass there. Not sure, but traffic is slow. Don't see a report of an accident, but maybe they just had it and they moved over and it was, it was in there long enough to slow up traffic. Also, you're going to find that Unser southbound from uh, Delane to Western Trail under 25 miles an hour through the Petroglyph National Monument and Coors Southbound, Montano Plaza to Montano. That, too, is under 15 miles an hour. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Sunnyside Up. Go to sunny.enjoytakeout.com. they got a great special there for you. And what's great also is they've got the $50 Christmas gift card. What you do, if you buy $50 in gift cards in any denomination that you want, they will give you personally a $10 certificate for yourself. What a deal. That's a, that's a 20% discount if you're doing the math in your head right now. Thanks to Sunnyside Up for bringing us this traffic report, and we are going to go back now to the Rock of Talk. Albuquerque's macro-aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. 534 here in the Kiva, AM 1600 KIVA, 93.7 FM. I trust Donald Trump implicitly. I trust his administration, the performance. I trust his response on COVID. This is, there, there's nothing. It would be my honor, my pleasure uh, to, to even be able to speak to the man. And I, I'm pretty sure at some point I, I absolutely will. Here's Sid Powell. Talking about those Dominion servers and like this just has to play itself out. Okay, while you were sleeping, you know, the votes showed up. Like while you were sleeping now, while we're all at home, they're working on this. And I think they're making tremendous headway. And and this is this is classic, classic, you know, art of war. You haven't heard a peep from Donald Trump. I have not. <laughs> not one word. Very restrained just, lately. Just, here you go. And you know how the steel waters run deep? I think these waters run very deep. I think the uh, drain the swamp moment is coming in the next six to eight weeks. And I think it'll prevent Michelle Lujan Grisham and everybody else from making it to Washington, D.C. Here's the moment from yesterday's press conference. They were on the hard drive. They got it eight, ten months ago. There are clear crimes revealed on it. Didn't do anything with that. I don't know where they are now. Our country has had its ballots counted, calculated, and manipulated in a foreign country with a company controlled by friends of an enemy of the United States. What do we have to do to get the FBI to wake up? Maybe we need a new agency to protect us. I have no idea. In if, I, if I might speak for just a minute. In terms of the level of corruption we are looking at here, we have no idea how many Republican or Democratic candidates 
in any state across the country paid to have the system rigged to work for them. These people didn't do this just to take control. They make one heck of a lot of money off of it. Oh, so did you feel a little nervous there? Did you hear the Republicans and Democrats? I was curious. You know, I love that. I told you if there was any party I would join, it would be the Trumplican party. <laughs> There'd be no doubt about that. With the eagle but, as the symbol. <laughs> but, but Sid Powell is very, very firm, stern, and without any sort of hesitation, uh, there's complete and total lucidity in what she is communicating uh, with a level of confidence that tells you it's there. These attorneys aren't going to go ahead and put their reputations on the line if they don't think that there's there there. This is what they litigate and prosecute at, at all times. I think, think it's a very valid clo- point. Oh, go, go ahead. Uh, no, I think you're, you made a very valid point. And, and my, my, my takeaway, I hate that word from yesterday, <laughs> uh, my new girlfriend, Jenna Ellis, uh, who is a conservative Christian right. litigator who I you know probably don't have a lot of common <laughs> ground on uh, with, with a lot of areas. Yeah. Um, she called this, and I think I wish they had said this a couple of weeks ago because I think they would have been better. Um, opening statement. She called it an opening statement in a much yeah. larger uh, you know legal fight, and she said you know this is not an episode of Law and Order where everything's wrapped up in an hour. Um, she was she was a never Trumper. Uh, CNN yes. has been putting Thank out this you. information, and frankly, I checked all these links, and it looks like it's her Facebook account from four years ago. She was no fan of Donald Trump. Um, neither really was I, but I've I've come around in a lot of ways. Um, so uh, she impresses me enormously. I think she was more impressive, frankly, than the other two lawyers in yesterday's. But by calling this the opening statement and the full, tr- and she said that we're going to have a full trial on the merits. So. I'm willing to continue listening to what they have to say. I am not one of these people who's just going to dismiss this out of hand. And, you know, the, the, the Bloomberg and the Washington Post have been just saying these are all flaky, conser- you know, flaky conspiracy theories. Well, they haven't presented all their evidence yet. Don't you can't decide ahead of time before the, before the trial. And then Jenna Ellis said, "I wouldn't let any of your reporters be on a trial. I would be able to exclude you because you've already made up your minds." It was a really good point, and I was very impressed with her yesterday. She was solid. Yep. I think the whole team is solid. I think she called it uh, not a Delta Force strike team, but but it, but an elite elite strike squad is what she said. Yeah, and I thought, yeah. yep, that's exactly the type of stuff. And you got to be thorough. Uh, you shouldn't be motivated by any sort of timeline whatsoever. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, you know what you have to get out at the the right times to continue the delay. Let's continue to hear from Sid Powell. Global interests behind your own news organizations. Think about the pressure being brought to bear. On, from the social media companies to shut down free speech on any challenge to the election. This is a massive, well-funded, coordinated effort to deprive we the people of the United States of our most fundamental right under the Constitution to preserve this republic that we all cherish. It is of the greatest concern. It is the, it is the 1775 of of our generation and and beyond. Sydney, yes. Of um, our votes being held and processed, tabulated overseas. There's reports that there was a piece of hardware, possibly a server, picked up in Germany. Is that true, and is it related to this? That is true. It is somehow related to this, but I do not know whether good guys got it or bad guys got so it. We don't know who picked that. I can only hear one person at the time. I'm going to take the one with the hands raised. I'm with just the news. Yes. So question for you, Sydney. First, on the issue of the machines, do you plan to have, are you seeking a court order to either seize or subpoena or just to get... 
So, unfortunately, it ends uh, right there, but uh, we didn't get the uh, full answer on that. Um, I'd like everybody to step outside, look outside right now. Um, There is a pentagram being drawn over our sky um, by the planes, and I just got a picture, and I didn't just get it from one person. I got it from two people, but I'd like for you to all uh, say a prayer, and I'm not trying to be hyperbolic, but uh, pentagram, a pentagram being drawn in the sky over Albuquerque right now. So take a look at that. It's uh, currently uh, 5.41. Let me race through these uh, messages. A couple of quick uh, phone calls first. Make it quick. Get to the point. Go ahead, caller. Going once, going twice. Don't need to wait. Okay. Uh, Eddie Paul and Rancho, that you should sue guy needs to own his own show if he has such great ideas. And quit sandbagging your show, Eddie. That's his motivation. Wasting your time, Eddie, a rhino. Um, you know, I started to feel that way. I recognize his voice. I think he's, uh, you know, a pretty dependable caller. But a lot of people have a tendency to take, and I've got this, you know. Eddie, you lied to me. Eddie, you thought there was going to be this. Eddie, like, literally, personally, make your response. I'm like, okay, well, you can go ahead and think what you want, but uh, take out your rage on somebody else. Uh, Paul also says, uh, Eddie, allow me to tell you should sue guy to pound sand. I'm a new listener and 100% with you on that. Thanks, hey, Paul. That's thank you, sir. very nice. Uh, Michael says, uh, you're probably right, Eddie. Our legal system does suck. If you don't speak English, <laughs> you shouldn't be voting. Um, I, let me see. Yes, I'm in agreement with Michael with you saying if you don't speak English, you don't vote. I, I would agree with that. Eddie, keep on. At, San, at John's in Santa Fe, too. Santa Fe. St. John's and Santa Fe. Oh, they really liked that when I was telling that guy. I don't care who likes me. I think that's the, the, the big thing. I think you know that, right, Dowd? Uh, like, I'm, I'm <laughs> afflicted with the same problem. <laughs> Maybe I, if I cared about people's opinion, I'd be in a better station in life. No, not, 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 not in radio stations. Position in life. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, 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 do, I, I do care what, what people think. I care about their opinions greatly, but I certainly don't care what, like what someone's opinion of this me is, uh, is none of my I, I care about what people I respect think about my conduct and behavior. I mean, the most hurtful thing any, anyone's ever said to me my whole life, I was at Sandia Peak taking my little nephew up to the, to the, the restroom up there, sure. and they have those, um, uh, well, you sit on them. They're very high, <laughs> the chemical toilets with the blue creepy stuff in the bottom. Okay. And so he was, a little, he was a little guy, and I sort of had to pick up, you have, you have young children. Sometimes you have to sort of manipulate things and help young children. And he started screaming. He said, Didi, you're going, to put, you're going to throw me down in that hole. Oh, wow. And that is the most hurtful thing anyone has ever... No, he didn't mean it. He, didn't, sure, he just yeah, had yeah. a little moment. Of like, and I stopped, and I just cried my eyes out and hugged that child. And I said, how could you ever think your Didi would ever yeah. do that to you? But So, yeah, I care about what people who are close to me, but... You know, I can't, you know, people don't like me, you know, yeah, out in cyberspace. I was, I was a nominee for Worst Right-Wing Hack of Connecticut a number of years ago. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and I kind of saw it as kind of like an honor. Yeah, <laughs> I think the other thing, too, in order for us to tell the truth, we shouldn't, we shouldn't care about what you think about us yes. um, and what we're saying. Yes. So they're just opinions. We're two people. You know, you guys are going to go on and live on the rest of your night, watch TV, watch whatever else. I mean, your opinion of me will be fleeting and passing anyhow. So, and you have your own life to live. We're just here providing you food for thought. Uh, Eddie Keith's kids need a study buddy to get them through this. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Uh, just thinking about the kids. Uh, hey, Eddie, I'm going to recommend a song for you to listen to on your free time. It's extremely relevant to everything going on. Right in two by Tool. All right, I love that. Maybe we'll just play that. Check it out. Eddie Mainstream Media mocked this hearing as bizarre. MSNBC talked only of hair dye coming down yep. Giuliani's face. Yep. As I told you yesterday, not you, somebody else. Uh, see, Jim Hammond was here. 
And I said, the only thing that they're going to talk about, Jim and Kevin were here, and I said, the only thing they're going to talk about, uh, and the SNL will do the skit, is they're going to do this over-exaggerated that Giuliani was oh, yeah. sweating, sweating, yeah, sweating, and wiping himself. I mean, but I was playing a, a, a counterfactual in my head, a thought experiment. If we still had journalism in this country, we don't anymore, what would a real journalist have done there? Now, I would have had no problem with journalists covering that story and then saying, we went to the Biden campaign for their reaction, and, and running a quote. I have your but, answer. But the idea that in sentence number one, you start talking about conspiracy theories and no evidence, and these people are insane. That's not really journalism, is it? I have your answer. You know what a real journalist will do? They'll try to call BS on it, and they'll go and do their own research right. to independently verify it, and they'll try to beat them to the punch. Yeah. And yeah. they'll ask open-ended questions yeah. to get as much information. But they may not they like what they find. That's the problem. They, they won't <laughs> ask close-ended, directed, agenda-driven questions. Yep. That, that's what, that, that's what, what a journalist would do. Yep. And I'm not even a journalist. Yeah. Remember uh, what Dr. Zayas said to Taylor. You may not like what you find. Don't go out there, Taylor. <laughs> uh, Eddie, the amount of uh, poop being shoveled by mainstream media is uh, entertainment, if one chooses to view it as such. I don't, actually. I, I can't be entertained by a thoughtful, hardworking, good, honest, you know, and that's the way I think of most. I think of people that way. Every, everybody I run into, I'm like, oh, you know, they, every, they've got their own problems they've got their own things going on yes, yes you know they're trying to get through life they don't need to be bothered with you know another edict coming from like they don't need to hear about the government all the time the government is not that important it shouldn't be and now it is it's like our total focus and you guys are freaking out and, and it's invading your phones and your child's lives and everything start educating your own kids seriously hey eddie i went outside but can't see the sky writing pentagram where did you post pictures i haven't yet but uh let me try to get them up www.rockoftalk.chat. Hi, Eddie. All I saw was switch trailing smoke spilling out Surrender Berkey. <laughs> you guys are so funny. <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> uh, Tool, Tool Maynard is very anti-Trump. See Maynard's recent songs under the guise of Pucifer. Okay. Wow. And a lot of... Uh, Judith, what people think of me is none of my business. <laughs> I love exactly. It. I, love it. I mean, and if you want to be healthy, that's the way to go about it. You know, you... What what someone's opinion of you is just just you know messy hair don't care Eddie this is Gary and Corrales the skies are dark outside and you cannot see the pentagram out there this is almost a half moon out there but no pentagram okay I'll post it um, not on social media I'm I'm almost doing no social media I'll leave the posts uh, that are coming from uh, rockoftalk.chat but I'm really not doing much Eddie the reason why I think Giuliani was sweating quite a bit yesterday is the ceiling was very low and so was the lighting so I can tell how bright the shining was uh, that's Patrick. Uh, the conservative. Eddie, hey, you guys should watch one of the last episodes of Narcos. It depicts how the Mexican drug gang conspired with the pre-PRI, the public, uh, uh, the, there's the PRD and the PRI, right. uh, conspired with the pre-party to rig a presidential election, manipulation of the voting software. It's an yeah. old game. Thank you. I think you called me this morning. Uh, Eddie, I do like you, but if you don't speak English, you should not vote. Lots of people hate me. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, who cares? Uh, let it bounce off you, right? That's good, Michael. I like that. The only thing the little Tyra cares about is to climb up the ladder to greatness. She fantasizes about it, all-consuming. Little does she know that the ladder she will climb leads to a noose. If you look up Monkey Works on YouTube, you will find a massive increase in the military aircraft movement all over the country and to Guantanamo, Cuba. The arrests have started. POTUS has activated the National Defense Strategic Act, and all special ops are under his direct command now, with the new Secretary of Defense normal of number daily flights for U.S. military is 250. Now it's up to 1,342 flights a day. Wow. Curious, curious, curious. Follow you in the Kiva. Go ahead. Good evening, gentlemen. This is Dave. Uh, when it comes down to that, uh, what people think of you, 
got to ask yourself, do you really value that person's opinion? Yeah, that's another way to look at it, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, issue in point, uh, myself growing up, I was the only redhead, freckled kid in the entire school. And oh, else redhead and freckles, kid. that's special. Oh, that was horrible. But <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say you're lucky, to be honest. I had, red, I had red hair growing up, so. Oh, okay. It's a matter, matter of personal opinion, and I don't mind. But anyhow, I had bounced around to several different schools because I had problems with the way that these people had treated me because I was the outcast. And my last year in high school, I ended up in a uh, Dumbo English class. And when the teacher went through the roll call, I knew every single name, every single person, because they were the ones that were uh, always raising on me. And when it came down to my name for the role, nobody even recognized anything. So I was like, oh, I let these people ruin my life because I thought their opinion mattered to me. Exactly. And these people didn't even know who the hell there I am. There you go. There you go. That's a, yeah. great, that's a great story, it and it's 100% true, Dave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and thanks for joining the uh, Rock of Talk chat community. www.rockoftalk.chat. I appreciate Thank you, you doing that. And th thanks for your comments and uh, thanks for all your calls as well. Uh, Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, hello, Eddie. Hey, uh, color me confused over these voting machines. Okay, maybe you can help me out. Uh, uh, I, I can't uh, give you a good <laughs> explanation, but I'll I'll try. How about that? And then Dad will do some oh. more. I haven't really delved into it the way that other people, so um, I'm by no means am I an expert. If I was running okay. the Republican Party, I can guarantee you I would know every single thing about them. Well, here's, here's my question, okay? Yes, I always assumed these things were just counters, okay? They detected a mark in a certain place, and they assigned that mark to a certain candidate. Yeah. But now, that, now they're talking about servers, which means they're connected to the Internet in some way. And in 2016, we're told that, these machines were not connected to the Internet. So I'm really confused uh, as to why we're talking about servers all of a sudden. That means these machines coordinate with each other and are connected to the Internet. But you're not, you're, you don't know a lot about that? You make a great point, um, and I think you probably drop more knowledge than I think maybe you even realize because that leads directly to the opportunity to manipulate, and why would we need a server in a different country to go ahead and count the votes? Do we, not yeah, right. do we not trust ourselves to do it? And if what you say is true, did you say in 2016 we did not have, yeah, have well, the servers connected to the Internet? Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard in 2016 that, that these counters, these voting machines, were not connected to the Internet. That's you know, that's what was going around at the time, and I, I don't remember exactly where I heard it, but I did hear it. I think that's the biggest giveaway out of all of this is the fact that, right, wouldn't you say, Dowd? I mean, I, when you're telling me about servers and they're connected to the Internet this year, whereas 2016 mm -hmm. uh, they weren't, why were they attached? Can we confirm what you're saying? And uh, in the event that they're connected to the Internet, uh, what was the reason why they needed to be connected to the Internet this time around? I think mm -hmm. that's really important. Well, I mean, I, I just jotted down some notes. Yesterday was a big day because we had the Space Command and we had MLG and we had the, 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 the press conference. Oh, but brother. My, yeah. I, I jotted down a couple of phrases that Sidney Powell said at the, at the event. I mean, Dominion employees have reached out to them how they were trained to switch votes, how they were able to use an algorithm to flip votes automatically. So, I mean, these are specific allegations she's making and she's an officer of the court and she's an attorney so we're gonna over time we're gonna see what evidence they have to to, to show that that's the case so um boy yeah, to have some whistleblowers out of dominion would be interesting 
Yeah, what kind of system is this? I mean, it seems like they should just be plain old counters, and then the precincts, you know, go to the machine, and uh, of course the machines should be tested before they're used, you know, with test ballots. But uh, that's what should be done. But as far as what's going on, we don't know yet, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what whatever happened to the one armed bandit when I was growing up. You had that little uh, the, the curtains that would drop. Right. And when I was a little boy, I would go in and vote with my mommy. I thought it was a really big deal, and I'd get to go into the little booth, and she'd pull that monster <laughs> uh, handle, um, and then they would little clicks, mechanical clicks on the back of the machine, and then the poll workers would go, wrote, write those down, call them into Hartford, and you'd have your election. I mean, what was it wasn't connected to anything. I don't know why Why did we have to get into this kind of level of complexity. I mean, is, is it that important for yeah, an election? Yeah, and the connection to the, to, to the Internet as well. What's your name, sir? Hi, uh, David. David, thanks for calling. I appreciate it uh, very much. Two more quick calls. Very quick, please. Go ahead, caller. Hi, Eddie. This is Alan. Um, uh, I apologize. I just wanted to know, does your show live stream? Yes. Uh, you can go to rockoftalk.com. You can pick us up on the, I don't know, Apple app, uh, iTunes, not iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, I guess. You can you can do that. You can go to TuneIn. And then we uh, doubtfully annotates the entire show and uh, puts it up uh, online, and you can listen to it there, www.rockoftalk.chat, free until uh, the end of the month. Okay, I'm not real savvy on my phone. I apologize. You don't need an app. You don't don't need an app to to do that. You can just go ahead and just type it in um, in your Safari, www.rockoftalk.chat. And if you want to download the app to stream our show, we have that as well, and you can download that. Really easy. Just type in uh, really, really easy. Six characters. A B Q dot F M. Okay. Hey, I appreciate that. You have a great weekend. Thanks All right, for your Alan. Time. Thanks. Oh yeah, no problem. Uh, also, Alan, uh, you can do what I uh, I was working a political campaign one time, and the uh, the communications director, like me, was pushing forty, and he he was having a problem with one of his digital devices, and he looked over at one of the young kids and said, "You, you're you're in your twenties. Come help me with this." <laughs> and, and he got the help he needed. <laughs> Caller, you're in the Kiva. Go ahead. Um, I, back to what the guy was talking about, about the Internet just a minute ago. I saw Sydney Powell a few days before this Okay. Uh, all came out, and she had a guy with her that had been associated with the CIA and had been involved in some early work with the, the computer system. Mm-hmm. And... And he used the term, I think it was air gap. He says, you don't have to be connected to the Internet. He says, this works on an air gap. I think that was the terminology. Okay. Um, so somehow it transmits without being connected to the Internet. <clears throat> I, think what and, you, I think what you meant to say, it runs its quote-unquote program without being connected to the Internet. Well... And maybe that was it, but yeah. he, he used air or something or other. Okay. And and another thing, uh, one of the interviews I saw of her, she had a guy with her with charts of the uh, the votes. I think it was in uh, in Michigan, and they were going along just you know at a steady angle, and then they shut down for a few hours, and all of a sudden. The Biden vote shot straight upward. In other words, every vote at a point was for Biden. So I think you're striking at the very heart of what we saw here, the counterbalance of the votes after we saw the momentum. And 
like the the three curious things that happened right that night. The momentum shift, number one, that was first thing. Right. I literally called it out as soon as it happened. Is that you can't right. have the election keep going this way, and then all of a sudden shift in the uh, back in the other. The second thing was that they stopped right. they stopped voting. They literally right. oh they're they're going to go home. They're they're going to come back tomorrow. And they're going to figure out the votes. That was the second thing, and then each one of those places brings me to my third thing, where each one of those places were stopped. What happened? They found a bunch of votes. Right. <laughs> so those are the three right. things that kind of I think worked in unison, and it was part of their their tactic to uh, steal the election. And that's exactly um, seemingly, uh, you know, as my friend Dan Butterfield put it today, they cheated. They just didn't cheat by enough. They're going to get <laughs> caught <laughs> because the margins are 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 so small that uh, it's going to force all of these uh, results to be forced to uh, to be reckoned with. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate well, uh, you. I love, you, love your voice, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm a little horse right now. Well, it might, might be a little horse, but you look like you sound like you've been around horses as okay. well. So that's <laughs> oh, yeah. I appreciate that well, very much. I grew up over in the Texas Panhandle. I was around a few. I knew it. <laughs> there you go. Just, just like Unmistakable. good, strong, rugged, gentlemanly man. And there know? is such a thing as like... air, air gapping. Uh, I, I just uh, confirmed with Wired. Uh, yeah. Best way to not to get your computer hacked. Don't connect it to any other computer, a practice known as air gapping. Uh, in a world where practically every machine connects to the Internet, that's not easy. But for ultra-sensitive files and tasks, storing a bit Bitcoin cache or working with leaked files from a whistleblower, the inconvenience of working entirely offline can be worth it. Uh, practically the only way someone can compromise an air gapped computer is if they have physical access. They have to be able to walk up and physically plug in a USB device uh, or some other type of storage media. So air gapping is a thing. I also yeah. feel like, uh, sir, so, sorry, I can't get off this guy. But uh, I also feel like you have a very firm handshake. I try to. <laughs> I'm, I'm 77 years old. It's getting a little weaker. But uh, all right. I appreciate it. <laughs> My old man's 77. So. That's the way I grew up. That's right. You shake hands, it's firm. Okay. <laughs> Long and firm, they say. All right, Long sir. Thank you. Yeah, man, we need, where's that man? Where's, uh, where's our hero? Rudy, let's check on uh, weather and traffic one last time. So let's put things together, starting with the weather. Could be a record-setting uh, day tomorrow with the highs. They say around 75, so that's cool. And then it will cool down next week. All right, right now in Haynes Park, it's 65 degrees. Altura Park checks in at 65, and it's 64. It's Rock of Talk. All right, traffic-wise, looks like Paseo del Norte is just, again, it's been stubborn all week from Kimmick up to Unser. Just a heavy pattern. No accidents, no stalls, nothing bad like that, so that's good news. I-40's been really great today. We had a stall that was uh, on the westbound side at Coors. Um, looks like they've cleared that away, and on the eastbound side we had a couple of stalls between uh, Carlisle and San Mateo, but those two have disappeared. Well, this traffic report is brought to you by Live Spring at Salon Helena. They're on Manal, just <laughs> west of Paseo del Norte. What? I'm sorry, just west of Wyoming. Uh, Canyon water. It's healthy water. If you want to get yourself healthy, you need alcohol. Alkaline water, Canyon water is alkaline water, and they'll give you the jugs. If you'd like a jug of water today, go on in tomorrow. Again, live spring at Salon Helena on Manal, just west of Wyoming. All right, with that, we are up to date.
And Eddie, if you'll give me just a second, yes, I sir. did get a call yes, just just a little moment ago. Okay. Uh, Joe's Pasta House will be closed next week only. They don't want you to think they closed forever, but they're closed next week for Thanksgiving week, and they'll be helping some of the food services around town, some of the food banks and stuff like that. But next week they'll be closed, so tonight would be a good night to hop on over and get one of Joe's big buckets. All right, Rudy, and uh, my best to you and your 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 uh, dad and and your brother. All right. This is for Thank everybody so out there here in Albuquerque. wake up and uh we want you all to wake up and we're glad you listen to the show glad we have doubt here glad that you guys have been signing up at www.rockoftalk.chat very great. Very great. um we're very very grateful for your attention your listenership um but we want you to go out and live your lives this is a very difficult time 
for people. And I'm very heartbroken for many people out there that don't have families, that don't have friends. And, you know, if we're your friend, we're glad to be your friend. You don't owe us anything. We thank you, as always, for your attention. It is a dark, dark time for this state, but we are going to get better because of it. I have a lot of faith in us as humans. I have a lot of faith in God, most of all, that everything's going to be okay. And you guys need to be passionate about what you do. Don't let, don't let the bastards grind you down. <laughs> and you have been ground down as far. I have the option, the opportunity, and I am inundated with your messages to the point where I'm hearing about the suicides and the criminal behavior and you guys have your stories. Some of you guys tell me not to share them. And it's a lot. I feel for, believe it or not, I feel for each and every one of you guys who send me in stuff. But know that we're here. We try to be here. We're human too, just like you. We are going through our own personal torments and hells as well and there's all of that we certainly want to think of our more our uh, covid patients out there that have comorbidities and i think this is an opportunity for other people to maybe get a little bit healthier build up their own immune system tomorrow we have dr summers we have a full slate of shows um then we got uh, the gals coming in. I'm super excited about them. I, a lot I, of energy. I love Rebecca. I'm a big fan of Rebecca just because, you know, I, I punched her quite a few times and she keeps coming back. <laughs> That's and right. I got to tell you, I love that. That's like my favorite thing is, you know, when people just... And the, the guy who said he's never going to listen to me and called me and tried to threaten my FCC license by calling me a, an a-hole, he'll be back. I mean, everyone's always... They always come back. And... You have you you, <laughs> you don't have a relationship with me unless you we've broken up a few <laughs> That's times. Right. It's not it's official. Just, yeah. and, multiple and, breakups. And earlier this week, earlier this week, and and I love that about Dowd is like you know how I knew he was the right guy. I said, "You're not going to talk to that guy again. Don't you ever reach out to that guy." <laughs> He's like, "You need to chill it out, Queenie." <laughs> and he gave it right back to me. I did. And I and I, I I appreciate that so much because that is what is going to take for you and for us here in the state, is you got to have a fighter. You know, I always go back to that <laughs> that Royal Tenenbaums line <laughs> when uh, when Gene Hackman, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember, is that, uh, he says, but but is he a fighter? <laughs> and, of course, Gene Hackman is sitting there eating two double cheeseburgers <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> supposedly dying from stomach cancer, and he's trying to get the sympathy of his, damn it, I just want my family back, and he can't stop being an a-hole. Like his, his whole life, his whole life. Why stop it, If you want to watch a great, great movie, truly a great movie, is The Royal Tenement. Mm-hmm. Ben Stiller, yeah, yeah, and, and Royal. I mean, you get the whole story. Yeah. It, Owen it's, Wilson, it's, I think, is in that. Yeah, yeah. Owen, Owen, and Luke. Uh, they're both <laughs> oh, in they there. Both are, yeah. Owen's the character is better. He's the uh, he's the cowboy writer. <laughs> oh right, right. <laughs> and um, you have Gwyneth Paltrow. She's terrible oh, yeah. in in anything, but she's actually you know good in this. 
And Stiller's really, really amazing as this well, the two uh, boys. OCD. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, and the funny thing is, is he's a bigger a hole <laughs> to, right. to right. Royal than anybody. <laughs> um, but he's turned out to be a bigger a hole to everybody. <laughs> you know, like everybody hates him. I mean, he dresses his kids in these. So you got to watch the Royal Tenenbaums. But he goes to that point, you know, and he says, "But, but is he a fighter?" And I say that sort of tongue in cheek because if you don't fight, if it's not worth anything to you, and you don't fight for it. Then I can tell you just, just let it go. Don't don't concern yourself with it. If you're okay, just turn it on the TV. You know, going home and 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 weeding out or you know, getting getting drunk or whatever to to pass your thing. You got to get past that. You know, go to church. Seriously, go to church. I think that churches, several churches are open. Many of the Catholic churches are open. They got the rally tomorrow at 10 a.m. You can mm-hmm. meet in Bernalillo and then. Head on up to uh, 12, 12 p.m. for the roundhouse. I won't be in part of that, but I know that a lot of people are going, and that's good. I'm sure the Cowboys for Trump there, they, they love that. The bikers for Trump and all those guys are going to be doing it. That's what they do. Yeah. They're, they're good yeah. at it. Yeah. Coy Griffin and those groups, they, they're, good, they're good at that stuff. Good and optics. They are. <laughs> the bikers and, and the horses and <laughs> all vehicles are welcome. Coy doesn't always say the right things, but true. you know, he gets them. he's a little bit of a rascal. So, um, but... Um, yes, I will be running for GOP chairman. Um, no doubt about it. You know, my, my, let me just make my pitch to you as you're sitting here listening here on a Friday afternoon. Let's see how many people we had like 256, and there's more and more people who are listening daily. It's kind of kind of yeah, amazing, yeah, yeah. Uh, especially on Friday. Like well, right, right um, now there's 192. I think one of the reasons people are listening is uh, I was listening just flicking around the stations earlier today, and the big stick, as you call them, yeah, they were running a PSA about how important it is to uh, stay home. Uh, don't go out, uh, social distance, wear your mask. And I thought, okay, that's great. So you're just buying into the whole narrative. You you don't question it at all. Okay, all right. Maybe that's why people are seeking out other media outlets. Yeah. Maybe. Well, you know, the I don't run PSAs uh, here. I do all my PSAs through programming yeah, uh, yeah. with people you know, putting out civic information. Sure. And, be, and because, I mean, the whole entire program here is it's basically all PSA. one PSA. I mean, we're we, like the whole news show is the, like the one giant notice uh, every single day about a different way of, about looking at things. And, um, so my pitch is, is really pretty simple. Let me, uh, let me get it out here. So that way that since Eric Lucero, your buddy over there, <laughs> I, I, I know Mr. Lucero. We're, we're friends from the old days. Yes. <laughs> and you love him. Hey, and, uh, uh, we need everybody. One of the gr- big things that we have to do is we have to get everybody involved. There's so much passion. All the people who were getting involved with, you know, supporting Trump and getting on board with Trump. I mean, all that energy doesn't just go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Don't waste it. Don't like, squander yeah, it. You've got to put that. So the big thing, I, I, uh, as I talked about, the sexy and not so sexy uh, approaches to, to this job. Because I think all of the stuff in the Republican Party needs to be solved around their own kitchen table. You know, how, how was school today, son? Oh, I, I got suspended, Dad. Oh, it wasn't so good. Well, that kind of, you know, thing doesn't need to be amplified and aired out. I think one of the, the bad things, particularly this administration for, is trading a lot of barbs with internal, you know, uh, politics. One of the things that the Democrats are very good about doing is, is, is keeping it within the family. The Republicans have not been good at that because they're still trying to, I don't know, solve these problems from Susanna Martinez and Steve Pierce. Really, both of those entities, they need to just contribute 
and be a part of it, but those all need to be washed away. Those internal squabbles need to be solved within the party. Okay, and and Dow doesn't care about the party. He literally he, he has no no need for a Republican. I, I understand that political parties exist, and we need to get people elected. My only my only issue is for I come at it from yeah. the cultural perspective. I, as Andrew Breitbart always said, pol, uh, politics is downstream from culture, and uh, and, and uh, James O'Keefe has that st- statement over I think his headquarters there at Project Veritas. Um, it's got to start at the cultural level until you, and then it politicians will respond eventually. It, what politicians do is they say, "Look, look, there's the crowd. I will go lead them." But <laughs> but we need to build the crowd, <laughs> and we need to change minds and hearts first before we can ever count on any politician to come around. Um, um, so I just come at it from that perspective. I listen. I I appreciate the people who are active in party politics. It's just not where I come into this fight. One of the things that's important, and as I mentioned before, is that like solving, you know, having breakups and then being able to resolve. I will talk to anybody. Even the people I said I've never talked to again, I'll still talk to them. Like you, there's nobody who can't talk to me. I've seen you talk multiple times to someone with the worst borderline personality disorder I've ever encountered. I don't know how you do it, but you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Some guy on a phone, we don't even know what part of the country he's in, <laughs> or, you, or if he even exists. Maybe he's a computer simulation. But I, I have seen you uh, go through Herculean efforts to to uh, to converse with someone who I I couldn't spend. 10 seconds talking to Well, some people need to let you know that they're in control. And, uh, you know, if they, they want to let you know that they're in control, I mean, it goes so far as just as long as it's not disrespecting. And I think that's, you know, what was this whole thing? Respect New Mexico that they did this year? That was a terrible campaign. And it went nowhere. It, it, it really, it nowhere. literally, just, it died on, on launch, you know, from, from the get-go. Um, I think the pitches that Steve uh, McKee was doing were were really good. I think that was I think that he's was a good. sincere guy. Oh, it's, he is. It's just no doubt about it. I don't it. think a traditional marketing plan is going to maybe work. No, get and the I, change and we need. And his heart's in the right place. And and I think that you know he you know invested in this and uh, wanted to to take it somewhere. And that, that's all important. I think all that stuff needs to be done within the party, not something that's pitched to the party. Yeah, yeah, uh, I yeah. think you have to the creativity, uh, staying on message. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here, folks. I mean, we've got the greatest guy in the country, Donald Trump, our president. You just need to fly with the brand. And that is really, really big um, and something that the Republican Party completely and totally missed out on. Now, voter registration, that's not so sexy. Huge gains this last time around. Yep. Huge gains. And that was directly due to Trump. How do you register more than 30,000 new voters and still lose? Well, you only have 33% of the, the market. And then you don't fly the brand. But voter registration is, is first and foremost. But it's equal to financial fundraising, 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 fundraising. The accountant and the fundraiser should be right next door to each other. There should be so much money flying in because of the hatred for Michelle Lujan Grisham. I should just be able to say, give me money. We need it so we can go ahead and save it for 2022 for the mayoral race in 2021. So we can go ahead and help some of these other people. We can't let the campaign consultants drive all the messaging and drive all the fundraising. This is stuff that has to be done from within the party. And those contact lists, they're all out there. They're within the party. Will they be left for the next one? Well, I certainly hope so. And all the previous past chairs, um, including Steve Pierce, including um, you know, Gleason, and uh, I think we had uh, Ryan Cangiolosi. Like, these people invested a significant amount of time. Now, they might represent different parts of the party, 
But there's so much to be gleaned and learned from these people that there should be an open conversation with previous chairs. It needs to be something that is encouraged instead of just, well, we're going to stop here. We're not going to move forward because, well, they're not part of us and we don't like them. Okay? That's, that, that's, that, that's huge. The continuity of leadership, uh, and no, nobody should be chairman for the party for more than two years. It should be something that's very fluid. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be saying, well, I'm the chairman of the party. Well, you're, you're chairman now, but you will have a whole group of people, and, and, and I think these group of people should be people who generally, you know, probably had problems in the past and don't like each other that much. I think that's a better way to go. We don't need to be friends. We have, there are no friends in politics, in fact. We all need to uh, focus on the goal, and that is to defeat the Democrats and how we're going to come together. How many people in a platoon or how many people in an army, like guys didn't, you know, didn't like each other. Those are like some of the best guys to be right there, but damn it if we were all going for the same goal. And that's what the Democrats are so damn good at, is keeping their stuff within the party and not letting it out. The other thing is these primaries are bloody. They're awful, and they need to be stopped. In fact, if we can prevent it and just stand behind our candidate and we can sift through and get these candidates in touch with each other, let them figure out who they think should want to run. Why don't they, these candidates uh, figure out, well, who wants to run for mayor, who wants to run for a house leader, who wants to run for governor, who wants to run for senator? Let them talk to one another. Feel each other out. I know I would. I'd call every single one. I, I told Eric Lucero, by the way, in an email where I kind of blasted him. I said, call me. Conversation is so important, and especially from these people who are leaders. And someone's, you know, they're talking about Holland now. I mean, heck, we should have, you know, three or four people who are interested in that, and those three or four people should all be talking to one another. Yeah. Not right. treating each other as mortal enemies right. like, oh, do you know, are you on my side or are you on his side? I'm like, well, we're all Republicans, damn it. We're on the same damn team. And figure out what your problems are and, and see if this stuff is, is your nose clean, you got everything done, and, you know, who's, who's the best man for the job? Figure it out amongst you three, four people. Get on the phone with one each other. I was calling, um, you know, I was talking to Elisa all the time when they were running for Senate. I was talking to Gavin. Um, you know, uh, I, I had given everything up, up to McCluskey already because I wanted him to run my campaign because I figured, you know, and I'm like, we're not going to be friends after the campaign, regardless, win or lose, running for U.S. Senate. But I figured, you know, I'll just kind of lay it out. And he used that against me and launched uh, uh, Ron Ketty on the 7th. I'm like, you a-hole, you know. <laughs> but, wait, but in the spirit of good, good conscience, I mean, he got a bloody nose for it. You know, you don't get to kick my ass without uh, you getting punched in the face. Yeah, and yeah. we bloodied up his candidate pretty good. And then, you know, I reached out to Mark, talked to Mark, and Mark was like, Mark Ron Ketty. And Mark was like, well, you know, he had all these bad things to say about me. It was like... Mark, we just want to help you. We want we want to help you win. You think and, we like Ben Ray? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't think so. Really? I mean, you know, and there's 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 something there. And I know Mark needs a job now, and you know, there might be something else for 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 him to do. So anyway, these are just things that we have to focus on. Candidate recruitment, but I but but the other thing too is weeding out bad candidates. One of the things that we had is just really having a lot of bad candidates. There's people who are just shouldn't be running in the first place. They should be able to make a pitch as to why they run. Now, I want to run. Here's here, and I can't wait to for that position. And then why well, you show up with like thirty five percent? No, that's not going to help anything. Okay, the thirty five percent is locked and loaded. It is there. We got to find the fifteen percent, and we don't do it by bending over and, and extending an arm out and saying, "Hey, we want to work with our friends across the aisle." No, we don't do that. That's not something that 
I'm interested in Those doing. are the people who've created uh, the problems. <laughs> <laughs> We're not interested in, in, in working with the Democrats at this point. Because they're certainly not interested in working with you. Standing up for values is one of the big things I think that has not happened for some time within the Republican Party. We had a value candidate in Donald Trump. What was wrong with him and his message and what he was pushing out? Nothing. Um, data, support, and transparency. That information should be purely and completely accessible to everyone within the Republican Party who needs to know. That's something that didn't happen. It was dangled and, well, we'll give it to you. We won't give it to this person, but we'll give it to this person. But we're not going to give it to those other people. No, no, no. Even if I hated somebody. Literally, if I hated somebody, I'm like, they're running for something. I'm like, well, we're going to do whatever it takes to get you to win, even though I hate you. I don't care. What I think has nothing to do with your ability to go ahead and get elected. And I'm not going to let my own personal prejudice prevent you from getting elected. More importantly, my job as your chairman will be to encourage you and help you follow through on your messaging, your money. Right? That's what we got to focus on. And it's all about messaging and money. And as I said, an accountant next to a fundraiser next to a uh, media relation guy. And I don't think this, I, I didn't like this Curtis guy at all. And found out he was a Democrat. I'm like, why are we having a guy who was a Democrat being our, our messaging guy? That's very curious. The sexy stuff is daily messaging and platform, which we already provided here every single day. And regardless of whether or not I'm chairman or not, I will continue to do the daily messaging and platform. And I hope to be involved in this next round and find more younger and um, passionate people who want to be involved in the party. Republican has such a bad connotation to it in New Mexico. It does. I think we can make it really positive and really good. Okay? And that's got to be a cultural change. And Michelle Lujan Grisham, is, is, she's our best advocate. Oh, oh. <laughs> best, best marketing tool that party ever got. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. <laughs> uh, and right down the line is fighting those Democrats. Not with press releases or not in the courts. Nothing should be filed here locally. Okay? The way to fight Democrats is daily. Okay, And if they're acknowledging you and singling you out, you're a problem for them. And that's a good thing. Okay, They generally ignore you. I don't think Steve Pierce got one. I don't think he got the attention of Michelle Lujan Grisham the last nine months. Hmm. Michelle Lujan Grisham probably haven't even said his name. Nope, I'm not going to let that genie out of the bottle. She's a, she, she knows how to play power. She's an idiot, but she does know how... To play a power. She'd be great at running a gang, right? Mm-hmm. Spanky's gang. <laughs> Our little gang. Uh, a cartel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fighting corruption. Huge. Got to focus on fighting that corruption more than anything else. And you got to have the balls to do it and not be tied in with the people that are right. there. Right. That's the important thing. Yep. You know, like these people in Southern Mexico, like, what's going on with this virgin galactic thing? I've already told you it's going to be bankrupt. It stinks to high heaven. Are you are you are you kidding me right now with this? <laughs> and then uh, embracing the brand, of course, that uh, being Donald Trump and the populist message. Uh, this whole thing is meant to crush populism everywhere with COVID nineteen and the lockdowns and the genuflecting and virtue signaling. And uh, finally, the only thing we ever file would be something in federal court, yeah. and you can get it's clear. No, we that this year. <laughs> yeah, no reason to ever file anything in here. What I think we can do. What I know we can achieve is I think we can get the House in 2022. 
I think the mayor's race is wide open. I will not support Manny Gonzalez insofar as he is. Oh, and, and I, I was yelling at Sean Willoughby. Have you not seen Sean Willoughby in how long? My, 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 my new best friend. I haven't seen him in at least three or four weeks, I'd say at least. Two maybe, months. Maybe five. Oh, oh two oh, months. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. So he, was he mad he, about Guyer he, coming he, out? He, he threw a hissy fit yeah, about that, yeah, a little bitch. Yeah. And he decided to go ahead and and uh, and and pull. And I and I was giving him some good information on stuff that he needed to know about. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, and you know where this is going? That they're going to go right back. The APOA is going to go right back and go and endure uh, uh, Keller. Uh, Keller again. again. Oh, yeah. They they cannot wait to do it. I can see it coming a mile away. With that dirty cop as chief, uh, Medina, and we've seen all this stuff. I mean, people need to understand what we're dealing with, this uh, corruption that is at the city level. Uh, and you can tell me to watch my back, and you're going to put cops. There's, a, the, there's 250 people. I, I screamed at, at Sean on Sunday night. I'm like, I can't. I'm finally calling you. And he's all mad because, you know, his, his kids are sick or whatever, you know. And, and you know how much I like the guy. I've told yes. you. I yes. am a, you guys are buddies. Yeah. yeah. I love, off off Mike too. Yeah, love love Sean. Love Sean. But him not coming on to take in his seat was every other Monday. Yep. We want to hear what's going on with the police department. Yeah. Oh, and I guess it must have been Medina who told him not to come on Eddie's show. Oh, okay. Or so and so. Don't go on that radio station. Don't you know that that's bad? Bad for us. We're trying a new thing. Or maybe it was Keller finally. Who knows? Who knows? He would have gotten a completely fair hearing if he wanted to come in and do a point-by-point reaction to your lo- your lengthy interview with that guy. You wants- would have given him the time. I, asked, have- I told him to. Yeah. I asked him what he replied about. And, you know, I haven't talked to Geyer in a month and a half. Yeah, yeah. Or a month. Whenever he came on, he told the story. We listened to it. Yeah. Um, I wasn't trying to get... I just wanted to get down to the bottom and give the, the the ability to sort of clear the air. And I thought that was really important for him. And you just had a conversation with Geyer. I didn't pick up any leanings one way or the other and you had actually said some pretty critical things about guyer prior to that so i was all over guy yeah uh, i'm like he's one of uh keller's cronies yeah so anyway so you know the 2021 looks good um i'm trying to get uh you know there's a certain local banker here who's on the uh, county commission i would love to see that man run i love you lonnie lonnie <laughs> talbert lonnie talbert's such a good guy he he is he is exactly as you see him, Lonnie. Lonnie should be our mayor. That's who that's who I want to be our mayor. Okay, because the guy is so like, I hate to say this in this way, but service oriented. He's just a good guy through and through. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's the guy that I want. And in fact, last time I was running for mayor, I'm like Lonnie. How come you don't want to run? Because I don't want to be running because this whole field sucks. <laughs> There wasn't one one guy. Besides, I became uh, pretty close with Dan Lewis. I, Dan Lewis maybe um, needs to get back involved. Okay, you know we got to bring back some of these old uh, old names. Uh, Dan is a great guy. Him and his family, the things he's done. He's a uh, we, he's a successful businessman. We need to have more businessmen running. Heck yes, that's really important. You know, have these guys that are out there um, and put something on the line, and uh, you know that's good. Twenty twenty two. We've already started to hear rumblings. Uh, Jay Block. Yep. You know, he's decided that uh, starting to put some some things out there. We're hearing some things about maybe a, a Greg Zanetti. Um, you know, in those two, you have uh, two military guys, and that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. My preference for this whole entire thing, were there to be no primary, would be to take every financial resource. So yeah, yeah. naturally, I put people in touch with each other and let people talk. And then there's people who have sour grapes and trying to organize their their gubernatorial runs uh, on Facebook and things like that. And that's all well and good, and that's fine. I don't 
fault anybody for for doing that, but I mean, there's we we've got to have you know what what's happening right now in the U.S. House. Some of these congressional people who got elected are getting tapped on the shoulder by Joe Biden. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So there you go. So you're sitting there with Joe Biden getting through all this stuff, and you're like, well, we might actually lose our, our majority because these guys are flocking into a Biden administration. Not that it's ever going to happen, but they're flocking over there. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? It might actually come to that. <laughs> yes. It might, might actually come to that. So uh, think about uh, the 2022 House races. I think we got to focus on those literally from today. No primaries in any of those House races. we got to go literally block by block and be able to do a takedown and Find those. I remember, so long time ago, please forgive me, folks. You know, I used to walk House District 15 with uh, Raymond Sanchez way back in the day. And uh, I still think she's one of the smartest people. I don't know what she's doing. She's working for Governor Michelle Lujan Grisham, I think. Maggie Hart Stebbins, can you look where she's working? Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, she's not on the uh, commission anymore. Uh, I, I've, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. She is literally. Uh, my kids. Yelling in there, crying. Oh, they've been yelling all day, but they're, they're, they, know to, they know how to play with each other. Oh, okay. yeah, <laughs> natural think, Resources I, Trustee. Yes, she was appointed to the uh, New Mexico Office of Natural Resources Trustees. Pleased to announce the governor's appointment of Maggie Hart Stebbins as New Mexico's Natural Resources Trustee. Now I hate her politics. Oh. I, I love Maggie. I think she's not Maggie Toulouse, but Maggie Hart Stebbins, and she is literally one of the most intelligent people I've ever met. And I loved uh, walking for her and Raymond. And uh, I did not walk for him the year he lost because I was already gone out of the state um, when he lost to John Sanchez, um, the famous confusion, you know, Sanchez, Sanchez, J above the R, and there, there's the whole entire thing. And Raymond, uh, you know, I think he's head of the DNC now or something like that here uh, locally. Um, hopefully Raymond's doing well. i got to go stop by and see him. But he, I, I can't stand his politics anymore either, but uh, I would – be remiss if I didn't say that uh, Raymond helped me. Uh, Raymond helped me with a lot of things. Oh, okay. And uh, certainly helped my dad. Um, you know, uh, for for some time. I think, you know, our politics ha- have really changed. But I used to walk all the blocks, all the districts, and Maggie would hand me the sheets. And said, "Here's where we're going to go walk today." And have a list of names and check them off. And Bing, Bing, knock on doors. And wow. I basically just go with them, and we walked the whole entire district. It was fun. Yeah. You know, and that's just just regular old. And, and there, Raymond would race off. And in his, what, what, he had his little gold uh, Grand Cherokee or whatever, and he'd meet me, and then we would just start knocking all the doors. And it was it was really something to see him work. He was very, very, very good and a, a great attorney. Um, and uh, I got I, I have a lot of good things to say. I, I think of Raymond very fondly, with the exception that we're totally uh, on the opposite sides. Uh, my my only uh, Mary Hart, uh, Maggie Hart Stemmons story, I used to work for a phony baloney think tank a couple of years ago here in Albany, New Mexico, and... They were doing a criminal justice discussion among panel discussion, and she actually came to it. Yeah. Uh, and it was fascinating because I recognized her when she came in, and, and I had put a little bowl out for donations, and I said, "Well, Commissioner, if you want to make a donation to our group, uh, you can do that." And she just <laughs> she was good of good humor. She laughed. She uh, didn't, you know, not not in a snarky way. She just sort no, of kind of laughed and walked way. right past me. <laughs> no, she's very very well connected too. And then uh, her um, dad was head of the law school. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and he was the, I think he was the head judge of the Court of Appeals, too. Well, ladies and gentlemen, she's also making $110,000 of your money uh, as the um, whatever she's Natural doing, Resources Trustee. Whatever she's doing, I would say this in the case of Maggie, she definitely cares about it and she's working okay. hard at it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, these are the people like her, 
Um, also worked a lot with Amanda Cooper, who is Tom Udall's daughter. I was very close with her. I was making calls to trial lawyers and all this type of thing. I mean, this is early 90s. Early 90s. You know, there are sincere, I have encountered sincere people who are in the big government movement who yeah. truly believe it. They don't lie when they say what they, I mean, there are people who are just out and out liars and right. like the media, they're just horrible human beings. They're, they're just, they're just hypocrites and just horrible. But there are activists and politicians who truly believe what they're saying. They're wrong, but, but, but I wouldn't question their sincerity. Uh, and then there's just like the Kennedy family, just, you know, manipulator, just horrible. <laughs> but, but, um, so it doesn't surprise me that Maggie's the real deal. I mean, yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Amanda, her mom, her stepmoms, Judy Bloom. Are you there, God? It's me, Mark. Yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. interesting. Killed of a fourth grade nothing. Tell, yes, yes. Super fun. Yeah, yes. her dad's this uh, kind of uh, crazy intellectual property attorney. Oh, written okay. some really um, interesting things on offshore banks. Huh. Right? <laughs> we keep coming back to that theme in our in our deep dive into politics he's, and he's government in New Mexico. Of, a lot of writing on offshore banks. Uh, and I, I think he... Right. Uh, I think he he he, he puts around the uh, Caribbean on his on his rowing boat, so probably sailor or whatever. But there you go, and, and he's the one that's married to Judy. And then of course her 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 real mom is 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 Jill, uh, who is married to Tom Udall, yeah, who's now retiring. And uh, I was carting around uh, Tom all over northern New Mexico in my blue Jetta back in the day in oh 1998. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was right. sleeping in the back seat of back seat of uh, Eddie's Jetta. How could you tell if he was asleep or awake? Uh, sorry, I had to put that in. It was there. I had to take it. Uh, Tom, he, you know, he's just, Tom's a nice guy, but I was never, you know, and I was happy to you know, help him because they were going, this was after Redmond had won it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right? And then uh, we just put it around. You're meeting with the Hickorias and all these people going to, you know, doing advance work in Portales and the parades. And, I mean, it's fun, you know, but the thing is, it's just like, I, I really totally flipped, Right? Right, 2000, 2001, and I was still doing a lot of work, you know, for doing a presidential campaign, but I was working for a Republican running as a Democrat. But these organizational things are things that need to happen in the Republican Party. Oh, big time. This is what needs to happen. People need to have this type of passion. They need to find their place. They need to pursue. They need to go do advance work. If you don't know what advance work is, you know, you always have to have someone uh, planning everything out. I love doing advance, especially in the presidential stuff. We flew into Tulsa oh. on that uh, little uh, little uh, jet. <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. I was flying with the, the, one of the writers from Rolling Stone who's doing an article on West Clark. So that was. Uh, I can see you being very good at that because you're, the way your brain functions, you've always got uh, multiple irons in the fire, and I would think advanced work would be that kind of like. Oh yeah. Sometimes you have to call an audible. Sometimes things change. I mean, you've got to. You're not sitting in a room staring at a screen all day. I mean, you're sort of out there in the in the action. My final straw with uh, with the Democrat Party came because of Bill Richardson. And I was doing advance work for Wes Clark, um, who was flying down from Washington, D.C. They had called me. And uh, by this time, you know, I was, I was kind of upset. I did all the advanced stuff. We did everything in Arizona, did everything for uh, Oklahoma, which is mostly where I focused on Oklahoma and, and uh, Arizona. And then I did just a little bit. started to get things started. I wanted to run. I wanted to, to head up the campaign for New Mexico for Wes Clark, mm. you know and open up a campaign office and do all that kind of stuff. And it got real kind of squirrely. There was all these people who were just looking to make a name for themselves, yeah. people looking to, you know, uh, always and, a lot of that. talking behind my back. But I was setting up stuff with, like, Edward Marrow and, you know, Kate Stetson, and they were they were fighting because 
they they one of them wanted to have uh, the the fundraiser for West Clark, and the other one wanted to have it here. I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm sitting on the phone in Little Rock, Arkansas, at the campaign office. And I'm like, I'm literally like dealing with five year olds. Yeah, yeah, you know, and Kate's, yeah. Kate's nutty. She's totally <laughs> crazy, you know. And then on the flip side, you know, Ed wants everything to be his, you know. So I'm like, really, guys? Like, you, you guys can't figure it out? So I just finally kind of put it to him, and I think finally Ambassador Romero, um, you know, finally had it over at, at his place. But, you know, they had called me, and they said, Ed, we, we need you to kind of do the thing. for." And at this time, this was 2004, 2003, 2004, and Bill Richardson was kind of like the, the big cheese in the Democrat Party. Okay, remember sure. he was the head of the Governor's Association in, in 2008. But, you know, a guy with a tremendous amount of stroke, and not from here, folks, or nor does he really care that much about New Mexico. Uh, that I know to be true. Um, Are any of our elected officials actually from here? I just read about Deb Holland. She was born in Arizona. Uh Martin Heinrich actually lives ben, in ben, Maryland ben, now. Ben, ben Ray Lujan. Oh, Ben Ray. That's, yeah, from right. Yeah. that's right. So anyway, I um, was putting this together, and they had the whole schedule. And the people who were handling West Clark were very military, like okay. very high-stress type A. Okay. Like, you, like the guy literally told me, you better not F up. He, whisk, he, he came into my ear and That's whispered. That's great management. He, he came into my ear and whispered. He says, you better not F up. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I, I was fine with it. It doesn't matter. I mean, these guys like it a certain way, and they were always very happy with me. Um, and then, you know, his... his so anyway, they were, they were flying down here. He had just had a Good Morning America in-studio appearance in uh, in New York City. And then he was taking a flight directly from New York to uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, to come meet Bill Richardson. And there was this guy by the name of Billy Sparks who was handling everything mm. for him. And, you know, I'd get on the phone with Billy, and, and uh, I never was very comfortable with him. Um, and I think he's doing something over at the hospital now. He's kind of a big guy, big cheese type of guy, too. But he was handling everything for Richardson. There's a lot of traffic in Richardson's governor's office, okay? Mm. And so the night before, I had to go check and vet and make sure everything's good. Well, I go under the garage under the governor's, you know, the roundhouse lights over there. I go underneath the garage, and lo and behold, I run into two state police officers with Richardson because I had to check the door underneath to see where we would we could go ahead and park and bring Wes up and, sure, sure. you know, the generals. You know, the generals the like, choreography. Yeah, exactly. They, so, and they, like, looked at me like I was about to do something to, <laughs> to Richardson. I'm like, that's not cool. Like that, and I'm like, hey, and, and I said, hey, governor, you know, just, just like that. Just say, hey, governor. And and he didn't say two words to me, not two words. Hmm. Okay, and I'm like, I'm bringing Wes Clark tomorrow. I mean, I'm just here doing the advance work. And I, so I, I'm like, okay. And and Bill's a big, yeah, he's a big dude. The guy is ginormous. Like you would look at him, and you think he's short, fat, and five foot five. Right. If you only looked at him on TV because of how he comes. But in real life, it's... he is gigantic. Yeah. yeah, he's 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 as big as me now, basically. Um. So I come out from underneath, I plan everything out, I'm like, that didn't go very well. So I had to go back to the hotel, and I cleaned up the, the, the SUV and everything, and get all ready to go, go pick up Wes uh, over at Million Dollar Air at, at Santa Fe. He comes in, he lands, and literally, I get treated like total, and Wes gets treated, General Clark gets treated like total crap. Mm. By Billy and the entire, well, don't you know that you're late? I'm like, our, our plane just landed. Like, the guy just flew across right, the street. Right. He's looking to get your blessing, and you can't even... 
And you should have heard, and I've never heard, because I was with him a lot. I was with him in Tulsa, Oklahoma City. We went all these different places where we were going and, and doing all these things. And I never heard General Wes Clark cuss, ever. Like, guy was so incredibly yeah, clean. Yeah, Boy Scout type. So <laughs> nutty. Yeah, well, he was, uh, he was uh, what, what do you call it, uh, Road Scholar. Oh, yeah. The whole right. bit. I West mean, Point, I'm sure. Yeah, amazing. amazing. Four-star general. Uh, and he was cussing in the back, and his wife is Gwen. She was in the back, and he was cussing in the back. And that's the first time I ever heard him drop the F-bomb. Hmm. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. And he basically bagged his next two appointments, felt six to his stomach, basically. Um, and this was after we had been forced off to basically forced off the stage by uh, Woodward um, over in Phoenix, where they gave us hardly any time uh, to respond whatsoever. So, you know, this was a guy that was being run. And here's Here's where it all comes down, folks. Take a listen. The people who were handling our campaign was none other than Bill and Hillary Clinton. That's what I'd always heard. Bill and Hillary Clinton with a guy by the name of Eli. That was their guy that was in the, and uh, he died. Um, Bill and Hillary Clinton, Eli. Okay, so let me say, I know he died I can't think of it. Broad? No. He was Jewish. I don't remember. Siegel? Yeah, Siegel. There okay. we go. Uh, Eli Siegel. And, you know, we had these meetings. We were up in the morning writing stuff. You're doing all these types of things. But the moment the Clintons got a hold of Eli and told Wes, which he was angry about, I said, you're not, they said, you're not going to run in Iowa. Tell me what can- presidential campaign <laughs> doesn't go through Iowa. <laughs> Like, that's where you start. Yeah, yeah. And, no, Wes isn't going to compete in Iowa. At that point, like, you knew that there was something hanky. And I was talking to one of these really intelligent guys. Uh, I forget his, his name. He had an incredible taste in music. And um, long story short, he's like, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know why we're not doing it. Peter, that was the guy's name. Peter just came to me like a, a, a giant thunderbolt. And he said, I'm, I'm going to be leaving the campaign. Um, th- this is their... They're basically setting us up to fail. And he knew right from there. And then he did this as a profession. He hopped from place to place, did public messaging. You should have seen the speechwriters that would come in. The speechwriters literally walk on water. <laughs> yes. yes. They, the speechwriter is, you know, the only well, guy. Without them, we have nothing to say. <laughs> the only guy more worshipped in any campaign than, than the, 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 the campaign person isn't the campaign manager. They're, they're, they're running. They get blamed for everything. Oh, of course. It's yeah. a speechwriter. Yeah. They're like the golden boy. That's a golden goose. Yeah. Oh, what's a speechwriter going to put together today? Oh, where, where's he from? Oh, it, literally. They, <laughs> they're walking on water the entire time. So, you know, that bailed me out of the whole entire uh, thing. And I, I never looked back from the Democrat Party. Um, and was, was, was the Democratic establishment here anti Clark because he was a potential rival for their guy? Mm, yeah. Well, he finished second in the state. Okay. Yeah, he had a good, strong uh, uh, push. And the, the thing is, is we were campaigning during a time. I remember giving um, General Clark, I called him Wes. He says, please call me Wes. I remember giving him a gift when I left, and I wrote him a long note on the inside and told him thanks for the opportunity. I mean, I could still call him on the 501, uh, you know, whenever I want, huh. and reach back out to him. He's, he's, you know, Little Rocks. Little Rocks of Dumps. Great, great, great barbecue. Um, I, I've been through it a couple times. <laughs> but, but Little Rock 
Arkansas <clears throat> is an absolute not dump. a cosmopolitan place. <clears throat> not not by any stretch. We did see the gourds. Oh, okay. yeah. They, I don't know if you know who they are. Uh, cool. Peter took me to that that thing. Peter was an older guy. He was definitely like a ladies' man. But you know that whole song and uh, uh, that gin and juice song. Oh, yeah. So much drama in the LBC is trying to haunt. You know that that whole thing. That's the gourds. We we saw them play in a little little rock place. So like, oh my god, the gourds are here. But yeah, that was that was my falling out, and I just I was done. I sit, literally went went back to work. Um, I was doing IT at CB Richard Ellis, right, right, right. and I said, nope, no more. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do information management. I want to get into brokerage, and I tested out and the whole entire thing. And, you know, Bob's your uncle. I finished right there and uh, came back to Albuquerque, walked every building, worked in a an year and a half, and uh, sold the building to BGK and and uh, did a bunch of other stuff as well. Did you well get to meet Eddie Gilbert when you, when you was I did meet Eddie Gilbert. Okay. Yeah, okay. I did. I met... Uh, I, mean, I never asked you about that. I I would have loved to have heard the story if there is a story. There really isn't a yeah. story. So yeah, his Tony Bull was uh, right. Yeah, so Tony Bull, I think he was actually on the State Investment Council. He was. Yes, I remember that name coming up. Coming up. Yep. yep so yep, yeah. Yep. So his son is Bobby, who's a friend of mine, and right. that's how we got connected to go ahead and make the pitch to sell and. I didn't realize I could have probably sold them any building at that point because the money was so <laughs> like, well, we just we just print money over here. I mean, uh, yeah, but you know, Eddie Gilbert was a big, 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 big supporter of uh, Big Bill Richardson. Oh, was so, he ever? Uh, yeah, I was in there, and he and Peaches were dropping those checks to the to Big Bill. Peaches. <laughs> <laughs> <Well, yeah. laughs> oh, that's good. That's good stuff. Uh, sorry, we did not forget about uh, Greg Zetti. We'll have him on. On uh, we'll do that on Monday. How about that? We'll do that on Monday. Let me read all your texts. Um, but you should be as passionate about politics as I am, and there will be a place for you. I don't care what side of the party you on. I don't care what you're doing. If you're somewhere between the ages of 18 and 35 and you want to see a change, I will find a place for you because I was you. Right. And and I'm I'm already old. I'm already 45. I've already, you know, I'm not interested in doing that. All I want to do is go find more and more talent. I have no interest in running for political office ever. Okay. So that's a, that, that should be a given. I only have interest in, in, in doing the things that I'm doing, which is radio and my, my kids. Those are the most important things to me, period. Um, and if you have passion and you're interested and you want to be involved, um, I'm going to be your best uh, lead guy. I'll be your best uh, trainer. I can mentor, if you will. I can help you. And I'll tell you some things. But let me tell you, I've seen everything under the sun when it comes to uh, politics. Whoa, we got a lot of, lot of text here. Uh, Eddie, I'm in Harrison freaked out looking at the sky about five minutes ago. Crisscrosses all over. I walked indoors just as you announced a pentagram. It is real. Oh, okay. Um, Confirmation. Sydney P said earlier. I, I talked. I just talked for forty-five minutes. Sorry about that. Sydney P said earlier today that she hoped the server that was confiscated was the DOJ, but she didn't know. Also, I have tried to verify my vote, and all I can do is get pre-election info. Any advice? Doubt any advice? Do we have uh, a link? I mean, if, they're, if they're asking about the vote, then they know what they know what to do. You know, go to the voter information portal, and you can enter in your your zip and your your address and your social, and they'll tell you what what, what records they have. There you go. Uh, I find it fascinating that the media questions Sidney Powell's truthfulness. I agree. I wanted to make Avanti president. Avenatti is what he's saying. <laughs> creepy She's porn my new lawyer, hero. Yes. She's so courageous. That's right. <laughs> uh, creepy porn lawyer. Uh, he's still Eric, around. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, where is Avenatti? We, we miss him. <laughs> where in the world is Michael Avenatti? <laughs> Airgap means not physically connected, by the way. Yes. There we go. Just like uh, sneaker net is just uh, USB. Uh, Eddie, it's really important to understand that a lot of people out here are really mad at MLG. I voted for the impeachment. We're in a lot of trouble here. Couldn't agree more. Patrick Ray, the Patrick Robin Hood, the conservative. Eddie, when I stopped at Keno's boats in a few states on election night, they didn't find more votes. They created the votes. Wow. Uh, the reason why I think Giuliani was sweating quite a bit is the ceiling. Oh, I read that one already. Sorry about that. Uh, feeling this jam. There we go. Feel it. Feel it. Feel the, feel the arcade fire. I'll take your recommendations on the last song out today, uh, if you guys can find the most apropos, and send me one in the last 10 minutes, what you want to hear. Uh, statistical forensics use Benford's Law to, identi to, to identify fraud. A leading one should appear approximately 30% of the time in data entry. If you look at all the districts, 30% of the ballot counts should begin with a one. The Benford's Law tested first digit law. Huh. Yep. Okay. Also called the Newcomb-Benford Law, the Law of Anomalous Numbers, or the first digit law is an observation about the frequency distribution of leading digits in many real-life sets of numerical data. You guys I, are so it's smart. Come on, it's come up before. It's uh, interesting. Math. Re oh, wait a minute. I, we're supposed to follow the science. Isn't, isn't math part of the science? <laughs> no. Math is not, not science? No, oh, not okay. unless you're counting money that you can just okay. print. Maybe that's from the new math. Where did, can someone uh, do a research on uh, where did Michelle Lujan Grisham find $300 million? <laughs> In the couch cushions at the at the mansion. Did you see during the event yesterday that the sun kept trying to shine no. the light of truth on her, and she mm. kept trying to get back into the shadow? No. I thought that was a wonderful metaphor for our governor. I couldn't even I couldn't even play it. It, it, it. The thing just kept stalling. My sister sent me this very interesting. The Great Reset. Davos and the plant yep. to cap, cancel Trump. That's yeah. right. Davos. World Economic Forum. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, thank you for all you do. Thank you for listening. You guys are so wonderful. Uh, I just joined and bought an annual membership. Whoa! If you send me a song. Oh, wow, this is... Oh, Russell, the truck driver here. I listen to you online on my phone. I use DuckDuckGo and type... Our truck driver is the greatest. I use DuckDuckGo and type in Kiva Albuquerque, and it comes up on the radio nice. online box. Nice. You guys rock. Oh, Russell, Russell, the truck driver. I'm trying to use DuckDuckGo more and more, folks. Yes, it's, a, it's, a, it's a search engine, and yeah. it's not Google, <laughs> which is, means you should make an effort to use it. Uh, Eddie, we love and pray for our Rock of Talk team each day. Wow, day I really new. appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we do. Did you just thank him for praying? I, 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 I've learned at age 48 that oh, good, good, good thoughts and good sentiments, whether you agree oh. with their validity or not, are always welcome. <laughs> they are Down. always welcome. <laughs> I, I, this for the first time, I may have wanted to give you a hug. Oh, God. Uh, maybe that would be the first time. Eddie, you're precious. Wow. That's wow. Nice. That's nice. Channel 7. Watch Channel 7. Fraud in New Mexico. Coming up at 6. Giuliani is threatened New Mexico lawsuit. Valencia County Sheriff switched to... Rep Ooh, look at this! Who's our chica over there? Uh, Valencia County News Bulletin. Nothing has changed to me. My hope is that Democrats will understand I've always been in the middle of the road politically. I hate the fact that the sheriff has to be a Republican or a Democrat because you work for everybody regardless of party. I guarantee I had something... What's that? Yeah. Sorry. My sons were, were preparing for some Mortal Kombat tonight, just to let you know. <laughs> Fatality. You got some rough characters in there. <laughs> oh, man, it's great. I told I got I got I, I didn't know how exactly to step up the um, um, testosterone, but I think I, I think I found a way. Okay. So this woman shift from Republican, and she should, because uh, overwhelmed. You know how we're going to change Albuquerque. We got Valencia and we got... Uh, there, Sandoval. Uh, in San we're going to hit Nevada. you from the south and the north. Any <laughs> uh, really long story, but I grew up in Colorado and 67-year-old guy. My wife and son and I lived in Costa Rica for 13 years. 
was finally time to head back to the States and decided on Placidas. My wife and I love New Mexico and hope to live here for the balance of our lives. Been very fortunate and traveled the world. Not done and we'll keep experiencing the world while God allows. On and on, how what a wonderful world in which we live. These politicians are all worthless and we need, and we all need even them. And we all need even them the time of day period. Huh. Okay. I didn't catch that last part, sir. Thank you. New movie. The Gangs of New Mexico featuring the Oompa Loompa. <laughs> David, that's funny. Uh, Michael Hendricks. Hey, Michael. The election cycle is brutal. Something has got to change. Yeah. yeah. I'll help you. I'll help Imagine you. Imagine somebody that smart and capable not, not being elected to office. I mean, oh my he's God, exactly he's the kind of person so you do smart. want. <laughs> uh, hi, Eddie. My IT company provided all the network services for our P&M for 10 out of the past 20 years up until October of 2019, at which time we were very abruptly and immediately relieved of our duties with no explanation or opportunity to know what, why, or anything Totally unprofessionally carried out and very strange as we've never... Is this Net Architects? Net Architects used to do... Network Architects used to do all the work. Hmm. Totally unprofessionally. We've never had that happen with any customer since our beginning. We provided our services under four different chairmen. I have a lot of insight, knowledge, and experience as it pertains to our P&M and the overall inner workings there. I've seen the best and the worst there. Please keep this... Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, sorry about that. Uh, I didn't know you were. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I will not read it. Sorry. I didn't know I wasn't. Three million dead voted. Seven million votes stolen from Donald J. Trump. Sidney Powell with Howie Carr. Uh, Howie Carr is on Newsmax. I don't find him terribly entertaining. Um, I wanted to wish Biden a happy birthday today. He's 666 <laughs> years old. <laughs> sure you got the right number of zeros there? <laughs> Well, good stuff. I, I feel I bad for Sloppy Joe and Sleepy Joe and, and Slow Joe. I mean, he's he's just this kind of like... Why do you feel bad for well, him? Well, I mean, he's this old fool. He was always a buffoon. He was this sort of mid-Atlantic he's, Paul. He's evil. He, no, but no, I think the people around him are evil. I think he's just a straight-up buffoon. I think Heels Up Harris is evil. I will absolutely agree with that. But he's this sort of pathetic old kitty, creepy, you know, kid kid-touching creep. And somehow he blundered his way into the presidency, possibly... Um, and he's not going to be around for long if if he uh, gets inaugurated. I'd, I'd be looking over my shoulder, uh, Sleepy Joe. Oh. Sleepy Joe. I rode a train car with him. I told you that. Oh, I, yeah, you I did. Yeah. That, uh, back at the, uh, back at the uh, old Senate. So you guys didn't have a, uh, a song suggestion, so I'm going to play one of my favorite, most amazing songs of all time. And uh, we'll leave it there. We will see you uh, bright and early, 4 p.m. Um, oh, we're, not t- we're not taking the whole week off next week? I thought, like the rest of America, we would just take all of Thanksgiving. Week We've off. been off the whole year, man. <laughs> I know, I know. It's I out know. of control. It's crazy. I like mean, I, I've been working harder than ever. But yeah, it, yeah. Someone's calling in late. You're calling in late to the show. What do you What do you want to say? Six fifty four in the queue. Go ahead. I just wanted to say about Joe, Sleepy Joe. I saw him on TV today, and he looked like he aged another fifteen years. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Wow. So it's like, oh, my God, whatever, which poison he's been taking on, not poison, but potion, is wearing off. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> a, no, more, no more adrenochrome. He's off the adrenochrome no. now that he's, wow. Well, you know Could we get his handlers for elder abuse? Because, you know, I think. <laughs> yeah, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good call. Call her in the Kiva very quickly. Hey, this is Joe. Anyways. Hey, what's going on, Joe? How are you? Hey, hey, I, I was glad to hear you on the radio this morning because I was looking for all the information and I couldn't get it anywhere. And once you came on, it's kind of like, here it is, but I can't find it anywhere. 
Yeah, so, uh, there, there's the info. What's going on? Anyway, so I was sitting around like like four Republicans. Well, wouldn't say Republicans, but whatever. Anyways, we're all talking about it, right? Well, everybody wants to talk about it, but nobody wants to do anything about it. Yep. You know, and it's kind of like we've had the best president we've ever had. We need to we need to like get a backbone. You know what I mean? These people need to call in. They need to be able to talk. They need to verbalize. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and and you're the guy to do it for us. So you got my back. All right, I got your back, and you got my back. And uh, thanks for the uh, the donation, Joe. I appreciate oh, that no, very no, much. No, no problem. We got we got better things to come. All right, I like that. I like we'll the optimism. Yeah. He's 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 good. Yeah, and uh, right. we, we got to go to the K and I when it reopens. All right. Now we'll just come down to my place. We'll just cook some good stuff. Well, what do you got? Well, I'm gonna chicharrones. Hey, chicharrones, chicharrones, greasy, greasy, and greasy. Cook. We're gonna and beat you, easy, easy, easy. And your mom can come, and your dad can come, hey, your boys can come, and we can just hang out. Ah. That'll be a good time. It's coming. It won't be long now. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll wait, I, Joe. You're, I appreciate this you. is not sleepy, Joe, as you can tell. No, right? no, no, this, no. This Energetic, Joe. Anything but Joe. <laughs> Joe. Joe, that's built out all of Albuquerque, right? That's where he has. Oh, my God. We got to hear it. Chicharicha? Uh, chicharrones, chicharrones, greasy, greasy, greasy. That's what they sing up in Española. We're gonna beat you, easy, easy, easy. All right, we'll see you 4 p.m. Monday.
FM, K229CL, 93.7 FM, and AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque.